Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Backmarkers F1 Show 2021 preseason testing watch along live stream here on the YouTube platform and on the Backmarkers F1 Show channel. I'm your host, Chris Cato. This morning, it is currently 9 a.m. Eastern Time in Ottawa, Canada. We just actually had a little bit of uh, snow flurries on the way into the office this morning, but now the sun is shining. Uh, I hope that you guys uh, didn't get too messed up with the change of clocks. I know it uh, messed me up just a little bit this morning, uh, missed a few of my alarms. But nonetheless, we're still here, very excited to go for the final day already in winter testing. We've got uh, just under three hours left in this PM session. Before we get into the PM session, we're just going to do a quick update on what happened this morning. I'm just going to read out a little bit of the housekeeping notes, the giveaway contests, uh, things like that. And then we're going to get a little bit into, obviously, the current day's events. Still uh, plenty of daylight out in Bahrain at the moment as the cars are currently lapping the track. Not too busy yet, but uh, still nonetheless uh, plenty to talk about. So uh, just a couple of you so far early on uh, in the stream here. So uh, we'll maybe wait a couple more minutes for everybody to join in. Excuse me, if you are watching currently at the moment, uh, just drop me in the chat below, say hello, say good morning or good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Uh, I'd be very interested to know where you're watching from in the world. And uh, yeah, just drop your uh, name where you're watching from uh, in the chat. And uh, yeah, we can have a discussion. Um, so let me get into uh, the morning results and what happened so far in the first four hours of testing this morning. And it was kind of a, a, some of the sim similar storylines going on this morning as we've seen in the last two days of winter testing so far when we've joined in the PM session. This time around, it is not a McLaren, however, of uh, Daniel Ricciardo that is leading the timesheets as he did on day one and two during the AM session. It is the Red Bull of Sergio Perez. And yesterday, if you were with us with the PM stream, of course, Perez had a pretty solid session uh, with the car being in the car all day yesterday on Saturday. Had a little bit of drama after going, you know, outside of the slipstream of Nicholas Latifi. His engine cover basically just got sucked off from the, the change in the turbulence of air. Uh, other than that, though, it was a pretty drama-free day for Red Bull, and they got a really a lot of good running done. So this morning, he said a 130.1, completed 47 laps on the board, and that was done with the C4 soft tire. So just keep that in mind. Charles Leclerc behind him in the Ferrari had a much better day. This is probably uh, one of the better sessions that Ferrari has had so far compared to the last two days. He set a time of a 134, only two tenths behind Sergio Perez, but more importantly, on the C3 tire. So when... Leclerc was out on track, seemed a little bit more comfortable in the car than he did in the last two days. And uh, he completed 80 laps on the board, which is uh, a good run for Ferrari. Then you had Lando Norris of McLaren in third place with a 136, four tenths behind Sergio Perez's time. He completed 56 laps this morning. And then another strong showing by Pierre Gasly of Alpha Tauri, a 138, 74 laps uh, completed on the board. He did a lot of running in the last couple of days, and Alpha Tauri continuing that good form that they've shown so far. And then rounding at the top five, you have Alpine's Esteban Ocon. Uh, Fernando Alonso will be back in the car in the afternoon, so we, we should be seeing him pretty shortly. And he set a best time of a 131.3, uh, 61 laps on the board for him. And uh, a really solid uh, morning, actually, for one of the rookies in Mick Schumacher at Haas who completed 76 laps and was a, had a time good enough for 132.0. And then behind him, the Mercedes of Valtteri Bottas of Mercedes. A little bit happier with the car. 
You could still see a couple of times when uh, Valtteri was going off the track and uh, still not exactly happy with the balance of the car as we've seen the last couple days from Mercedes. Nonetheless, his time was good for seventh. More important, I think, for Mercedes to try and make up for that running that they missed on Friday. He completed uh, 84 laps on the board, which was the most out of anybody, or excuse me, was the second most out of anybody in the morning session. Only Kimi Raikkonen did more laps than him. Uh, he did 91 and then uh, just down at the timing sheets, at the very bottom, you had Lance Stroll in the Aston Martin. He did 80 laps with a 136.1, more of the longer runs. I think we should expect to see Sebastian Vettel do some performance runs. He's currently actually out on track if you are watching uh, the, the live broadcast as well. Of course, the timing won't be perfect. Currently on the stream that I'm watching on F1 TV, I have a time of 2.55, 40, 39, 38, 37, 36 so maybe that will give you a little bit uh, more time to figure out uh, exactly where I am versus where you are so uh, so sometimes if I'm commenting something on the track then uh, I won't exactly be uh, you know talking at the exact same point that you're watching so just keep that in mind so I see uh, one person was in the chat here uh, I unfortunately am not going to try and pronounce uh, that name so my apologies for that uh, but you say that I prefer to be quiet while you talk. That's all right. Um, but yeah, if you maybe just let me know where you're watching from in the world, I'd be uh, curious to know. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully we get more people joining on today. The the timing, whatever it is, the clocks going forward, whatever the daylight savings or w what they're calling it nowadays, that kind of uh, messed me up. I forgot about it completely. Uh, had I remembered yesterday, I would have told everybody in the stream and then maybe um, people could have been prepared for it. But I, I completely had forgotten. So uh, that might be one of the reasons why people are starting a little bit later this morning but uh yeah here we go anyways so sebastian fettel currently out on track i only see one two three four five cars currently out on track we got the red bull of sergio perez lapping out there as long as, as well as by the looks of it carlos Sainz and the ferrari and uh that should be yuki Sonoda in the alpha tower he's just coming down the back straight heading into turn 15. And the Netherlands, by the way, awesome, awesome. We definitely love our Dutch fans. I Hopefully you like my cap. I uh, decided to wear the special Verstappen one. I know he's in the car this PM session. I'm, I'm curious to know if uh, he'll be doing some performance runs a little bit later on and to see what the Red Bull can do. But uh, very good so far from Red Bull. We'll get to them a little bit later as Yuki Tsunoda crosses the line to begin a timed lap. He's on the C2 hard tire. I'm going to just uh, scroll through Twitter here. See if I can get you guys uh, any type of updates of what's going on in the track. Mercedes have made a decent recovery from day one setback. These are comments from Valtteri Bottas after being in the car this morning. Interesting enough that Mercedes has continued their sort of, uh, I guess, run plan, I guess you would say, or, or schedule plan. And that's always that when the driver that's taking over in the PM session doesn't come out in the first hour of testing so so far we have yet to see lewis hamilton out on track i think you just maybe have seen a shot earlier of the mercedes garage they're still working on that w12 so hopefully we'll see hamilton out on track soon but he has yet to come out so far in the pm session that's why if you see his uh, name at the bottom of the timing screen on the right hand side of your screen you'll see that he is not uh set any lap times so far all right, looks like we got more people in the chat. So welcome to you guys. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, currently 9.07 a.m. Eastern Time. Welcome. So good morning, good afternoon to wherever you're watching. Uh, just a quick reminder to everybody that the live streams 
all throughout this weekend have been sponsored by the GP Box, who usually does sponsor our podcast. You can see the links uh, or, or the sponsorship in the middle of the screen there. If you'd like some exclusive discounts on F1 merchandise and just some really cool, uh, you know, F1 used car parts, replica helmets, replica gloves. If you're looking for a gift for somebody in your life that's an F1 fan, I recommend the GP Box. They, they've got some really excellent stuff and some really high quality stuff as well. So you can check the links in the description of this video below and you'll be able to get some exclusive discounts courtesy of our friends at the GP Box. You can also follow us all on social media there on Twitter, on Facebook. Visit our website, tbmf1show.com. And also check us out on alternative platforms like Odyssey. Uh, you can see that link there and just copy and paste that in your browser. And you can follow us on alternative platforms as well. If you weren't with us yesterday, I announced the giveaway opportunity, which I will be uh, showing to you guys a little bit later on once we get a couple more people in the chat. But if you'd like to be eligible for a giveaway, we're giving away a uh, Kimi Raikkonen mug. Uh, Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher coasters as well with a uh, Max Verstappen button and uh, just a little Sebastian Vettel sticker as well. So just a small prize pack just to say thank you for all of you that have been joining us so far in these first three days of testing on these live streams. I'm making it exclusive to live stream watchers. It's very simple to enter. All you have to do is once this video is up live on YouTube and published, so after the live stream is done, come back into the comment section of this video and comment your top three championship predictions for 2021, and that is the Drivers' Championship. So whether you think it's going to be Verstappen-Hamilton-Bottas or Hamilton-Verstappen-Perez, whatever your predictions, just drop it down in the comments below. We're probably going to like your comment just to let you know that your entry has submitted. If you'd like an extra entry into the contest, you could go back to yesterday's video, which is the day two stream, and do the same thing there in the comment section. So that's how I know that you guys have watched the live stream and that you have, have entered the competition. And so hopefully we'll be able to announce the winner next week, and then uh, we'll reply to you back in the comments to get your address and contact information, and then uh, we'll be able to send that out to you, hopefully before the end of the month, before the season begins. So that should be a great time. And it's just a way to say thank you as well, guys, for the support. Uh, if you'd like to support our channel directly, you could do so with the Super Chat feature in the chat room below. Uh, you could also use the donation links in the channel in the description. But if you can't do that, that's no problem. Our content will always be free. Just the fact that you guys are here watching is uh, big support enough anyway. So just a thank you to us. And with all the success that we've had in the last couple of months, we're able to do more of that, uh, more giveaways more often. So that would be great for you guys. Now, let's get back to the on-track action because Lewis Hamilton is currently out on track on the C3 medium tire as he enters turn 10 a lot of understeer as he enters that corner you know almost like he didn't even want to turn into turn 10 um, he's currently going personal best obviously in sector one but this is his first timed lap so he's going up against uh, Sergio Perez's best time he is still currently leading this PM session as Hamilton currently at the moment rounding turn 14 running a little bit wide there off of turn 14. So this is the thing about Mercedes that I've seen consistently over the last couple of days is that both drivers still don't seem fairly happy with the car. And we see a lot of Flovis paint on the front suspension of that Mercedes. I do not believe that's a livery change going back to their uh, retro livery from a couple of years ago. As Hamilton crosses the line, he goes 14th with a 134.4 on the C3 tire. So of course, he's still getting his uh, feet wet a little bit early on in this session. But if you look at that, yeah, Mercedes is running a lot of that Flovis paint. It's white. We're used to seeing it green, but uh, we're seeing it a lot more white as well. Just see Chris Medlin here. I'm just going to ask him about... Um, 
Just asking Chris if he has any idea of what type of uh, run plans Mercedes are doing so far early in this morning and why they're, or excuse me, early uh, this afternoon and why they're doing uh, the Flovis paint as they're showing a replay just of how, how much the car didn't want to turn in on Lewis going into turn 10. Yeah, see, this is, this is the thing about Mercedes and what I was saying, guys, and I want to get this uh, get to this a little bit later as well about summarizing winter testing. But, you know, obviously I'm not counting Mercedes out or anything like that, and they've had their issues, which I'm, I think that they've been able to figure out their reliability. But it's just the one thing I haven't seen in the last couple of years is just how unhappy somebody like Hamilton is with the car, uh, just not finding the right balance. Usually by now, uh, I think he'd be a lot happier with the car, but we haven't necessarily seen him find the sweet spot yet. So it, it gather it leaves us with some optimism, for hopefully, for the, the start of the season that maybe that W12 is just a little bit too sensitive at the moment with that floor that they've got on. So uh, possibly some uh, good signs ahead for us as fans for a more competitive championship if both drivers at Mercedes aren't very happy with the balance of that car. All right, we'll see if uh, Chris can get us any any answer to that. He is working remotely. He is not currently uh, in Bahrain at the track. We were trying to get him on for one of the days of the live streams, but unfortunately, he wasn't uh, able to do so. He's very busy, of course, with his own publications. Um, and you can follow him on Twitter, at F one if you'd like to get some uh, some more updates Excuse me, through him. As Kimi Raikkonen just crossed, crossed the line, went uh, eighth fastest. No, excuse me, sixth fastest. Fernando Alonso looks like to be out on track as well. The Alfa Romeos have been going uh, very, very smoothly so far in these first three days. They've actually completed the most laps out of any team. So hopefully, I think that Alfa Romeo has made a step forward this season. Uh, how big of a step, we're not sure. I don't think that they'll be able to challenge the likes of Alfa Tauri. But I do believe that it's good news, at the very least, for the Ferrari power unit that they have made back a little bit of performance. And of course, the reliability is there. The fact that Alfa has been able to run so, so much in these first three days without really any issue uh, in comparison to somebody like a Mercedes, for example, that's had some uh, gearbox issues and other other little gremlins pop up here and there. It's nice that Alfa Romeo uh, has been able to run fairly smoothly without any issues so far in uh, winter testing. So Yuki Tsunoda, perfectly uh, timed, just crossing out on track. This is from the early morning session. It's Pierre Gasly. I'm taking this from the uh, Alpha Tauri Instagram page. Let's just uh, have a listen here to the ATO02. So that was the ATO's, or AT02 coming out on track earlier in the AM session. Mick Schumacher was, of course, in the car this morning. It is Nikita Mazepin now uh, who is in the car for Haas in the PM session. Red Bull as well. Let's see what they have to offer here. Oh, they got music. Can't play that. <laughs> Just much rather hear, uh, hear, hear the engine. So Charles Leclerc in the AM session getting ready to get in the car. That's currently Hamilton out on track. Just right behind his former teammate, Fernando Alonso. This is a pretty cool sight to see, actually. It's been a couple years since we've seen these two drivers out on track together, but it is the seven-time world champion, Lewis Hamilton, or following the two-time world champion, Fernando Alonso. And let me know what you guys think in the chat, uh, guys. How much are we going to see these two racing each other this year or maybe in the next couple years? I hopefully we hope I hope that they can give us a couple of battles 
before either one uh, retires permanently. But uh, yeah, that's uh, an interesting battle to see. Been a while since we've seen them out on track together. Sebastian Vettel for Aston Martin is in the car currently at the moment. He is finishing out the day's duties for them. This was uh, Valtteri this morning for Mercedes. Oh, let me see if I can get you guys the audio here. So yeah, so Lance Stroll just finishes uh, testing, 2021 testing this morning. Let's just uh, actually hear what he has to say after uh, being in the car this morning. Hey guys, uh, another day in the car. Um, really happy with this morning's running. We collected a lot of data, learned a lot. We did some race simulation, uh, long runs, uh, you know, which is uh, which is great. And we got the whole program done. So uh, yeah, overall, it's uh, it's been uh, an up and down uh, week. Uh, obviously, Seb missed a bit of running yesterday, which wasn't ideal. Um, but we made up for it yesterday afternoon. I had a great morning this morning. So. Hopefully he gets some good running in this afternoon and uh, yeah, look forward to the race in a couple weeks' time. So that was from Lance Stroll this morning in uh, the Aston Martin. He is finished for 2021 testing and uh, the next time we'll see him in the car will be for free practice one in uh, Bahrain in a couple weeks' time. Very, very short turnaround this season and we'll be at the first race of the year. I just saw the, your comment there, but will Raikkonen Cup have the drink? It will unfortunately not have the drink. You will have to supply it on your own. So maybe you could reach out to Kimmy for that. Uh, maybe the next one will uh, we'll send out some gloves and steering wheels too. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that comment. It's uh, it's a pretty cool mug. We'll show. I got the pictures uh, here later. We'll just show show them afterwards. Uh, once we get a couple more people in the chat. And also, guys, if you're watching, of course, we had yesterday at the end of all the day, we had a great day of testing and a lot of positive things happening. And then we got the unfortunate news that uh, legendary Formula One commentator Murray Walker had passed away at uh, the age of 97, I believe he was. Um, I think I saw a couple of places that said he was 98, but uh, I believe it was 97. So, yeah, it was, it was very sad. Uh, you know, of course, he was essentially still is the, the voice of formula one the original voice of formula one he was uh already retired by the time i started watching formula one but nonetheless i knew who he was and that voice is just so iconic and so familiar so if you're watching currently at the moment and if you have any you know positive rem uh, remarks about him or just memories just in general about watching him as a child or as an adult growing up and listening to his commentary just drop it in the chat below i've got a couple of uh, videos queued up that we can get to later just uh, kind of showing his brilliance a little bit. Um, so it'd be nice to kind of go go through those and, and just remember him uh, as one of the best commentators in any sport. And he was very, very well liked amongst drivers, team members, and, and just everybody, really. And you saw that with the support and, and the outpouring of comments from yesterday. Has uh, They're just showing a replay of uh, Yuki Tsunoda going slightly, uh, almost a half spin around. I believe that is turn... Yeah, that looks like turn seven, just before that little turn eight hairpin. Uh, didn't go around full 360, but uh, managed to save the car. Um, so he might have to box as uh, those right fronts are flat spotted, and he is coming into the pits at the moment. Interesting to see this headline here as well. The three quite impressive teams that have caught Hamilton's eye in testing. I believe he was, uh, Red Bull's definitely one of them, and I think McLaren are the other ones. Uh, that he was referring to. And yeah, this is, you see the photo 
just earlier out on track, it was Lewis Hamilton following the Alpine of Fernando Alonso. The first time he'll probably be seeing that Alpine up close and personal. Currently, Carlos Sainz out on track as well for Ferrari. He's currently looks like uh, doing more of a longer race sim run as he is on the C2 harder tire, currently down in 17th place. So hasn't set any performance runs. Again, guys, you could expect some of the more faster laps and the performance runs to begin to happen as we get into nightfall in Bahrain, which should be about an hour or so time. Uh, at the top of the hour at uh, 10 a.m., we're going to be joined by Shaker Barty, as we did yesterday. Um, he, he'll help us uh, get through some of the day's events and, and uh, provide some of his comments as Carlos Sainz just heading down the back straight, going into turn 15. Still somewhat quiet on the track this morning or this afternoon. I keep saying this morning because it is morning here in Ottawa, Canada, but it is the uh, PM session there. And if you're watching from Europe, it is, of course, in the afternoon. So good afternoon to everybody there watching from Europe. As science completes uh, another lap, doesn't go any faster on this lap on the harder tire. Seems like he's losing the most in Sector 1. He's got personal bests in Sector 2 and Sector 3, but a 31.1 in Sector 2 is slow. What do you guys think of the Alpine race suits? I was a little bit sort of uh, surprised to see the lack of sponsors, I guess. On, on the race suits, usually uh, they're fairly cluttered with uh, with all the sponsorships and partners that the teams have, but uh, they're fairly simple actually, um, and I, I like the way they look. Uh, they kind of look like karting race suits in a way, um, but uh, yeah, very interesting that uh, I, I don't see as many sponsors as we did like last year, for example, uh, for Renault, but uh, those are the new Alpine race suits, kind of matching, of course, the livery. All right, let's go back to Instagram here as Lewis Hamilton is out on track currently at the moment. Still on the three, C3 tire, we have Lewis Hamilton out on track as well as Kimi Raikkonen. And uh, looks like Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari and Sergio Perez in the Red Bull as well. George Russell, of course, in the car today for Williams. Williams giving both drivers a day each in the car. Nicholas Latifi had duties yesterday, completing 132 laps. And a very solid day of running for Williams. And then George Russell, of course, will get the final day today. Uh, pretty, t pretty tough for those Williams drivers actually only getting one day in the car each. Uh, of course, they, they made the decision to give Roy Nassani, the reserve driver, the whole day on Friday, which I'm still not exactly sure why. they. I mean, well, I am pretty sure because obviously the, the money and the, the deal that they have with Nassani and Williams. But I still think that giving him a full day didn't really make sense, especially considering how few days we have of testing and how important it is to get running out in the car. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, George and Nicholas will have to make the most out of the, just the one day in testing. But Williams have been looking very good. If you guys haven't seen our day two debrief show uh, we did with Tim Haraney yesterday after the stream, it's up on our YouTube channel as a separate video as well. So you can check that out. And he was really, really praising Williams's improvements so far in winter testing and just saying that, it seems like the worst days are behind them and that they've got a lot of confidence in the car. They were faster than Ferrari in certain sectors, especially Sector 2. Latifi had some of the best Sector 2 times for most of the day. Um, so very, very positive signs so far at Williams, which is nice because we want to see them starting to get back to fighting uh, near at the front of the grid. And obviously they have to make the small steps first, but uh, it, it's good to see them kind of past the, those worst days I mean, if you remember back just a few years ago, they weren't even out on testing in day one. 
and now the fact that they were able to do 132 laps on the board with no problems is a very very good sign for them so here's some more uh, trackside footage here this is the uh, Honda I believe of Sergio Perez <laughs> Honda downshifts always sound very, very cool, very good, very aggressive as well. I'm glad that Red Bull is taking over that project so that we can keep that Honda engine sound. I, I'm curious to know whether the sound will remain the same, but I assume that it will because, of course, they are taking over what is essentially the Honda engine and it will be rebranded to their own sort of Red Bull technology brand. But uh, much of it is still obviously the Honda engine. They're just taking over all the IP or the, the, yeah, the intellectual properties and everything like that. So it's nice that uh, we'll have that Honda engine still on the grid technically in some form or fashion. So they're currently showing now on the stream. Uh, Martin Brundle is down trackside. I believe he is near. Yeah, it looks like he's between uh, turn 7 and turn 8. So turn 8, that little uh, hairpin before you run up the hill to 9 and then downhill into turn 10 which is the most difficult corner on this track of course we talk about it all the time just how hard it is you have to essentially be braking as you are steering into the corner very easy to lock up doesn't even uh, even help sometimes if you're moving that bias all the way to the rear uh, if, if you don't have a car that's very well balanced it's very difficult and uh, we've seen a lot of drivers locking up in there even just Lewis Hamilton a couple laps earlier locking up as he entered turn turn 10 still not happy with the balance of that car as Carlos Sainz continuing his long run program on the C2 tire. Guys, if you're just joining us on the stream, just say hello in the chat. Let me know where you're watching from in the world. I'd be very curious to know. Thank you very much, everybody who's uh, watching so far. Let's just see. Uh, we got a replay here of the morning session. We got a little bit of a battle here going on between, looks like Sergio Perez and the Alfa Romeo of Antonio, or this is, I believe, Kimi Raikkonen. Let's see. This is from the uh, morning session still, guys. So a little bit of racing going on early. I don't mind that. Just a little bit of practice for ba for Bahrain. I wonder how many overtakes Sergio Perez will be doing like that, but uh, hopefully on uh, on cars like the Mercedes and not the, the Alfa Romeos. But, uh, yeah, Sergio Perez looking very strong so far in his RB16B as his teammate Max Verstappen is currently out on track. And I see a little bit of Flovis paint on the floor of that RB16B on, I believe it is the right side, as Verstappen goes very wide on turn four, kicking up some dust. Yes, it is on the right side of the car, near the rear of the engine cover. So it looks like Red Bull might be trialing different floors. We've seen them go from one floor to another in day one and in day two. So that will be interesting to check out. He is on the harder tire, so it looks like he is doing some more longer race runs oh excuse me actually it looks like the flovis paint is near the front of the car where the barge boards are on the right hand side so red bull trialing something there very very interesting to see the floor designs i'm not sure if you guys have seen mercedes uh floor designs let me see if i can quickly pull that up for you guys here i just see your chats coming in thank you very much sven dutchies are everywhere yes they are absolutely and uh, our channel is quite used to them. The support that you guys give us 
from very early on in in our uh, YouTube life, and and since then, I think yeah, Netherlands is still one of the highest ranked viewership countries that we have. So uh, we very much appreciate you guys. You guys are always awesome with uh, you know number one your energy. You guys are always very respectful, very passionate, energetic, but also uh, yeah very kind to us and, and to everybody else as well in the chats and in the comments. So thank you very much uh, for all the support. Jerry, uh, he says, hi, from South Africa. Thanks for the show. No, thank you very much, Jerry, for joining us from South Africa. Very cool to have us there. That's uh, what we got, two, two or three different continents already joining us in the stream so far early. So very, very cool to see. You are up early. Dedication right there. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm not normally a morning person, actually, Sven, but uh, considering the fact that it's Formula One, it's very easy for me to wake up. And uh, yeah, comparison, when I wake up at this time to go to my regular job, uh, this is uh, completely different and uh, definitely when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work and it's very easy to get up. Uh, but yeah, I was just saying earlier in the chat, guys, that this morning the uh, clocks going forward kind of messed me up a little bit. I missed uh, a few alarms, but uh, luckily I wasn't late or anything like that. And uh, and here we are. So thank you. Thank you for uh, for joining me early on. Steve, I see you at back back from Arizona. Welcome back, Steve. Hopefully you're having a, a good uh, day or morning so far. What did uh, what's the time difference uh, in there in Arizona? Are you guys uh, behind uh, three hours or or ahead three hours? I can't remember exactly uh, which time zone you guys are in, but nonetheless, uh, welcome back to the stream. Good to have you here. We got uh, good representation. We got viewers from the states, viewers from the Netherlands, South Africa. Not sure if we got any Canadian followers yet. Uh, I know uh, Rob. Uh, he's uh, been on the stream the last couple days. I don't see him so far in the chat. But uh, uh, definitely, I think he'll be joining us later. Anyways, guys, I was uh, just mentioning before, this is the Mercedes floor um, that you see here. And you can see if you just pay attention to the, obviously, the bottom of the screen to see where the floor is. Um, very, very extreme kind of floor design, very wavy. And we see them, uh, they've kind of had a couple different iterations of that on multiple different teams. But Mercedes, I think, has the most sort of extreme one, uh, if you want to say. Ne it doesn't necessarily seem like it's uh, working all that well for the drivers because we've seen Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas quite unhappy with the balance of the car, especially at times with the rear. So that is the floor design there. And then that's why Red Bull is running that Flovis paint on the, on the bargeboard area of the floor there to try and get some more data. So 6.30 a.m. Wow, Steve, that's that's dedication right there to, uh, to be up that early in the morning as a fan watching. So uh, good for you. That's awesome. Um, I know uh, as F1 fans, it's kind of uh, hard for us sometimes in different time zones. If you're not in Europe, uh, most of the season is kind of quite difficult because it's usually something that's really early in the morning or uh, in the cases of the Japanese Grand Prix or the Australian Grand Prix, it's like really late at night, you know, 12 a.m. or 1 a.m., something like that. So uh, definitely it's awesome to see the dedication of the F1 fans out in full force today on this final stream. We got more people coming into the chat room here. So guys, just a quick reminder that if you want to enter our live stream winter testing giveaway at the end of this stream, uh, once the video is processed and you are able to comment, head into the comment section below of this video or on the day two video from yesterday if you want extra entries. And just let me know in the comments what are your top three championship predictions for the Drivers' Championship. Just list them one to three. I will then like or uh, heart your comment just to let you know that your entry has been submitted. And then we will pick a random winner and hopefully get the prize out to you before uh, the end of the month. So that will be exclusive to live stream viewers. I will repeat this through numerous times during the program. 
And uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to show uh, exactly what prizes are available. We're giving away a Kimi Räikkönen mug, uh, a Sebastian Vettel coaster, a Mick Schumacher coaster, and uh, a couple of stickers as well from uh, a few of the drivers as well. So uh, the mug's kind of, uh, you know, this is a custom mug that I got here from, obviously, the Backmarkers F1 show. Uh, but this is what the, uh, the mugs will look like. They're very good quality. And I'll just show you guys an example of what I mean uh, with the driver coasters. Here's one from last year that I got. It is the uh, Carlos Sainz McLaren coaster. I actually have a couple of extra of these, which uh, I'm sure I'll include in some of the prize giveaways later on in this season because uh, I've yet to give those away. So these are really, really cool, guys. Um, and uh, they're very high quality. And it's just kind of something really simple that they're not very expensive, but it's just something cool to collect. Um, obviously, they're very handy because uh, I am a coffee drinker myself. So to be able to put some of my uh, custom Formula One mugs or the Backmarkers F1 show mug on one of these uh, coasters is very neat. So uh, we'll be giving those away uh, in that giveaway. So good luck to you all and uh, hope uh, you guys win. So getting back to the on-track action at the moment, Daniel Ricciardo currently in the car for the PM session. We haven't seen Daniel Ricciardo in the PM session yet in these first couple days of testing. It's usually been Lando Norris, but Lando Norris is currently finished for his preseason testing duties. And it is Daniel Ricciardo who has taken over for the excuse me, for the final two hours and 26 minutes of this session. His former teammate, Max Verstappen, currently out on track, lapping at the moment, still on that C2 tire, but it looks like he's backed off here going into turn 11. So it looks like uh, he wasn't happy with something. He was uh, down on his personal best sector one time. Looks like he's sped up back again. I don't think he has any issue or any sorts like that. So still don't have a word on uh, what sort of run plans Mercedes are doing currently at the moment. We saw them earlier with that Flovis white paint uh, that they were running on the front suspension there of Lewis Hamilton's car. But uh, I have not heard back yet from Chris Medlin as to why or what exactly they're tri trialing on that Mercedes. They spent, uh, yeah, they spent that first hour of this PM session so far in the garage as they did in the last couple sessions as well. So they are having the issue. And I think I was reading one of the comments yesterday in our uh, post wrap-up show of um, somebody was correcting us to say that it was actually not a new Mercedes gearbox, but the 2020 gearbox, which is what Aston Martin is running as well. Um, so I, I believe that is correct. I haven't been able to confirm it just yet, but it's definitely some sort of an issue that they have that it's unexpected. But they're still having some of those gremlins come out so far. Um, it hasn't been 100% smooth for Mercedes. Um, and I'm curious to, to let you guys know because I am planning on doing a, a short feature video just on testing and my thoughts of testing. And I was considering going down the path of, in these three days of testing, are we as fans more optimistic or less optimistic for the 2021 F1 season after what we've seen so far in preseason testing? And what I mean by that is, are we more optimistic for a competitive championship, for great racing, or are we kind of expecting more of the same as we've seen the last couple of years? And I'm actually leading more toward the fact that there are many, many reasons to be more optimistic for the season, not just for better racing and not just for more competitive racing, but also for a closer championship. And I'm not naive enough to believe that obviously Mercedes is, you know, uh, going to give up their reign as world champions. I still think that they're going to have a very strong car. And as Tim Haraney pointed out yesterday, there's a very good chance that Mercedes aren't even going to run the same floor when it comes time to Bahrain. Of course, they've got a ton of resources. They've got excellent, excellent team 
members and just geniuses behind uh, the wheel of, of that Mercedes machine at Brackley. So I think that they can easily make some adjustments and changes to their car. And I'm sure that they have different spec floors and packages as we've seen in previous seasons of winter testing. But on the other hand, the reason why I say it's more optimistic is because for the first time in many seasons, Red Bull have, have gotten their you-know-what together early on in the season and preseason testing. They've run smoothly. They've run without any issues for the most part other than you know Perez's engine cover flying off here. Um, but other than that, the performance has been really solid. And the biggest difference between this year and last year with that Red Bull is just how much more stable it is at the rear and how much more friendly it is to both drivers and Perez adjusting very quickly as well. So that's a, that's a good hand. And you can kind of see on the reverse side of things, Mercedes, as they're showing Lewis Hamilton currently set to go out on track once again. Hamilton not as happy with the car, uh, especially at the rear. And this morning, uh, dealing with a lot of understeer on Valtteri Bottas's car, we've seen it so far with uh, Lewis Hamilton out as well too, uh, trying to deal with some of that understeer. So it doesn't seem like the W12 is as good to drive as it was last season because think back to last season and just how exceptional Lewis Hamilton was at every race from the onset of winter testing, uh, from the first race of the season all the way into the last. Lewis Hamilton was absolutely on it at this every session almost, and we really haven't seen that just yet. I know it's early, but I think that might be an indication that the regulation changes have been significant enough to possibly see Mercedes take a half step backwards. Now, with that being said, I also think that if the Mercedes take a half step backwards, they're still championship favorites just because they were that good last year. And they are building, of course, carrying over the car, the W11, which was the fastest in Formula One history. So still very much believe Mercedes are the favorites, but that's sort of the idea of where I'm going with on that video. And I'm curious to know what you guys think of that idea and uh, maybe just let me know in the chat room, are you more optimistic or are you more pessimistic about the upcoming season after what you've seen so far in winter testing? But certainly, I think for me personally, I'm very much looking forward to this year. And I think that we're going to get an even better season uh, than we did in 2020, uh, especially regarding the championship. So uh, that, that I'm looking forward to. So currently, Sebastian Vettel at the end of the pit lane. He's uh, most likely, yep, doing a practice start as he heads out onto the track. I'm just going to get to your comments just in a second there, Antonio. I'm just trying to see which tires uh, Fettel is joining the uh, track at. So he is on the hard C2 tire. Aston Martin did some, uh, excuse me, did some longer runs this morning with Lance Stroll doing race simulations. I'm sure they'll do one with uh, Sebastian uh, in this session right now. And then as night falls on Bahrain, he'll probably get out there on a softer tire to try and do some performance runs. He's got a lot of time to make up for. Uh, losing time in the car yesterday due to gearbox issues. So I'm sure that he'll try and get as many laps as possible in the car. So Antonio says there's going to be a big fight between Alpine, McLaren, and Ferrari for third. 100% agree with you there. And I'd throw in there the current team. I just talked about Aston Martin. Um, we spoke with Tim yesterday, and we were talking about the fact that the hype for Aston Martin hasn't necessarily lived up to it. I think that obviously their car looks brilliant, but uh, it's currently not driving as well at the moment as it looks. But uh, they're building off of what was a very good car last year. And, of course, they're taking some of those Mercedes 2020 parts for this season. So I still think they're going to be very strong. Um, but I, I'm not exactly sure where they're going to fit in in that pecking order. But I would agree with you there. I think the strongest teams at the moment after Red Bull and Mercedes definitely have to be McLaren. I'd put probably in third at the moment. And then close behind them, I'd say Alpine. Alpine has been a very positive surprise for me. If you consider Renault in the past couple of seasons of testing, 
they've always just had some sort of electrical issues or power unit issues and just not necessarily a smooth off season. And just remember last year to the launch of the, the Renault car, they put those, you know, kind of odd renders out there. And there's at times where we thought that maybe they wouldn't even have a car ready for whatever reason, but that's not the case. They've come out, they've hit the ground running so far in winter testing. Ocon has definitely been happy with the car. Fernando Alonso seems very comfortable with the car. They're currently seventh and eighth at the moment. And uh, very curious to see what their performance runs are going to be looking like in uh, in the evening here. But uh, very much looking forward to Alpine. And then Ferrari, on the other hand, they've looked a little bit stronger uh, in the second day of testing. And now so far early with Charles Leclerc in the morning. I don't think that Ferrari are necessarily as happy as they would have liked to have been with the new upgrades that they brought. But it's very difficult to tell. Obviously, you know, lap times aren't necessarily as relevant because we don't know uh, fuels or as Lewis Hamilton runs very wide on turn 15. Um, you know, continuing that conversation of uh, how unhappy he is with the W12. But I don't think that the necessarily the Ferrari upgrades have worked just yet at the moment. But I do think that they're going to be better than they were last year, which would mean that obviously they'd be back in the fight for third. But right now at the moment, I would still put McLaren above them because they're building on what was an excellent car in 2020 and they have a, a the mercedes power unit in the back of their car as well and they've seemed like they've adjusted the chassis uh to fit that mercedes power unit fairly well and uh it's a little bit draggier maybe with uh, some of the updates that they made to the barge boards and the side pods of that mcl 35m but nonetheless mercedes i think still has the strongest engine of all the grid so that should uh, make up for it a little bit there um hello miha yeah i remember you uh, you from yesterday from the the stream i can't remember uh, if you told us uh, where in the world you're watching from, maybe just uh, let us know as uh, it's just slipping my mind. Welcome back to the stream. Great to have you along here. Great for your support. Uh, Ferrari showing a great improvement so far, says Antonio. Yeah, again, I think much better than last year, but not necessarily uh, as good as maybe I would have expected or hoped. But let's see what science can do uh, so far in the evening session. We've got a lot of cars out on track currently at the moment, so uh, it's getting much, much busier. Uh, Jerry says Red Bull is looking good. Hope that Max and Perez can challenge for some wins. Absolutely. I hope that they can challenge for a little bit more than wins in the championship as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm impressed with Red Bull so far. Just the fact that they've got their, their whole act together right from the start, which has been one of the biggest problems with Red Bull and why I'm not ready to, uh, you know, declare them, you know, sort of championship contenders just yet. Because, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure we've seen in the past couple of years that they're not able to start the season off very, very well. It's kind of been their Achilles heel. So uh, that's that what I'm going to have to wait for. But nonetheless, Red Bull looking very good. Yeah, McLaren in third and Alpine in fourth, says Antonio. I think so for sure. Um, it'd be very great if uh, Aston Martin could be uh, involved in that as well. And I think that they will be. I think that they've sort of had a rough go so far. But nonetheless, I think that... Um, they can still kind of do a good enough job to, to get within that fight. They were third last year, you obviously, or excuse me, they were fourth last year, probably would have been third had it not been for the, the penalties. So uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think they're, they're a bit, bit of a struggle, some, some issues on their side, but I think that uh, they'll try and get their act together within the next couple of weeks. So much busier on the track. Looks like we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven cars out on track. Currently Carlos Sainz showing up on the screen. Also, oh, Miha, okay, you're from Slovenia. Yeah, I know Slovenia uh, very well. My uh, family is from uh, the former Yugoslavia, so my uh, father spent uh, a lot of time uh, there in Slovenia. Actually, he did uh, some of his uh, army training there in Slovenia. So, yeah, I know uh, Slovenia, not as well as some of the other uh, countries, of course, in that surrounding area, 
but uh, I know it fairly well. I'm curious to know uh, what city uh, uh, you're living in, if you don't mind me asking. But uh, that's very cool that uh, you're watching from there. So welcome. Uh, so they're comparing Hamilton lap times with Carlos Sainz at the moment. Yeah, they're on two different tires, the C3 and the C2 of uh, Carlos Sainz currently on the moment. Just going to uh, reload Twitter here for you guys, see if there's any updates coming from the, the track. Yeah, that's uh, I, I agree with that, uh, Antonio, that uh, you got some uh, concerns about the, uh, the gearbox issues that uh, Aston Martin is so showing so far. And it seems like it's a Mercedes thing, although that Williams hasn't had really any issues so far. Uh, he hasn't had any issues so far with uh, with any of the gearbox uh, that they have, but it seems like some sort of a... I don't know if it's um, something to do with the, the whole Mercedes package, but uh, maybe it's just the way that the, both of those cars are running uh, so far. That, uh, But uh, fair enough uh, on, on your comment that you're not sure to put them in there yet. Um, but I definitely think that they're within that fight for for the top five. Uh, they've shown some decent decent running, but uh, not as impressive as Alpine and McLaren for sure. Um, so so that's great. Yeah, not a lot of people uh, from there know about Slovenia. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, my parents always talk about Slovenia and how uh, how be beautiful it is in the mountains over there. Um, I think I actually have uh, a book on it uh, at home, uh, one of those like travel uh, books and ever. So yeah, it's a very beautiful, beautiful area. Um, so yeah, more, more people should know about it. There's a lot of great uh, tourist and travel destinations in uh, in that Balkan region um, that uh, have gotten a lot more popular in the last couple of years. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a very nice, nice area. As uh, Hamilton continues on his way, he's currently down into two uh, turn 10. We've got uh, two hours and 14 minutes coming up uh, on the session clock. Uh, just for reference, guys, uh, I'm watching currently on F1 TV, and uh, their session timer is at 2.14, 42, 41, 40, 39. So there is a slight delay. Um, the session timer that you're seeing currently on this uh, Backmarkers F1 show live stream is the official time. So uh, I know it's uh, kind of not perfect, but at the very least, uh, we can kind of figure out where we are watching. Okay, small village on the west near the border with Italy. Okay, very interesting. Cool, cool. Well, I'll, I'll, let, uh, I'll let my parents know that uh, we, I had a viewer from uh, Slovenia today. I'm sure uh, they'll be very uh, happy to know that, and uh, maybe they'll know that region. Uh, I know they uh, used to travel a lot uh, back in their day uh, around there, so uh, maybe they'll know exactly where they are but uh following up on the next comment there below from uh, alex uh do you think that williams will recover this year absolutely alex i think williams will do uh, quite well this year actually and will be uh, a team that i think will surprise a lot of us i'm not sure if you were with us yesterday alex but we did uh, a post-up wrap-up show of day two with uh, former canadian racing driver and uh, f1 analyst himself tim haraney it's uh, in a uh, you can find it on our, our youtube channel and he was talking about how impressed he was with Williams' pace so far. First of all, just the fact that they were able to do so many laps on uh, day one and then day two as well. But not only that, the pace that they showed with Latifi, yes, he was on the softer tire. But nonetheless, he was showing very strong pace uh, in the performance runs and also the long runs as well. And they're also talking about bringing upgrade packages to the first race of the season. Um, they're trialing a few different packages here so far and testing. So it's not just the fact that they're going to write off this season and, and focus on 2022. They're actually going to try and do something a little bit here in 2021. So I definitely think that they're going to be 
you know, moving up from the bottom of the Formula One standings and fighting with the likes of Alfa Romeo for ninth uh, and, and maybe eighth in the standings. I think Haas is probably going to be the team that's going to slide down into the 10th spot this year just because they've already said that they're not going to develop the car. And we know the issues that they've been having the last couple of years. Uh, Alfa Romeo seems to have taken a step forward, but I think Williams has as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to compare the two in terms of how much Alfa Romeo has gained back from the power unit of Ferrari because they had a strong chassis last year and a strong aerodynamic package. I mean, they beat Ferrari in, in many races last season. So if the power unit now can compensate uh, the performance of the aero package, uh, Alfa Romeo might be much stronger. But uh, I think Williams are in a much, much better position. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to them. Of course, Nicholas Latifi, a Canadian uh, uh, boy, lives not too, or is not far from where I live uh, at the moment in Ottawa. He's uh, from Toronto, a couple hours down the road from here. So, of course, we're supporting him. We talked to him a few weeks ago in the Williams FW43 press conference launch. That video is also available uh, on the homepage of our channel. So check that out. But, uh, yeah, good, good times ahead, I think, for Williams. As uh, Carlos Sainz currently lapping uh, fastest uh, personal best in the first sector and the second sector on that C2 tire. So it looks like he's going to improve slightly on his time. He's also on a longer run as well. Another comment here from Sven. He says, uh, I hope Pirelli get their act together this season. It's so annoying when a race is decided due to inconsistent quality issues. Yeah, th there's another topic that uh, even we haven't talked about as much and uh, we, is the tires and tires are a big effect. They're new tires for this season, but although uh, they're more, a little bit more rigid, they have uh, more rigid outer sidewalls just to make sure that we don't have the failures like we did last season in Silverstone, for example. Um, but a lot of the, the drivers and the teams don't seem hundred percent happy yet with the tires. That's what Tim was saying yesterday that uh, they're going to be harder to turn on this year. Of course, Mercedes has no DAS system either. So getting that tire temperature into the fronts will be harder. Um, people were always asking, you know, what effect did the DAS have? I think it had a lot of effect in getting on that, uh, that front tire temperature during safety car restarts, for example. Um, and Mercedes are, are, are very friendly to their tires in terms of tire wear, uh, which is why they kind of struggle a little bit more to, to get temperature into them. Um, we saw teams like McLaren, Alfa Romeo, they're able to turn on the tires a lot quicker. For example, like remember back to the Portuguese Grand Prix last year, that's why Science was able to take the lead off the start and the reason why um, they were able to, uh, Kimi Reckon was able to make up like 84 places on lap one with that amazing lap. So yeah, I'm hoping that uh, the tires are going to be better this year. You know, that's, that's always sucks too when uh, you, we have to see drivers preserving tires and fuel and all that type of stuff. We don't want that. We want these guys pushing and we don't want uh, tires to decide a race. We want the drivers to. So hopefully that uh, Pirelli can get their act together as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Just following, yeah, just following up on your comment there, uh, Miha, that you have some uh, cousins or something in Vancouver and Toronto, but never met them. Yeah, very. Uh, I know Vancouver well. We used to have a, a family friend from uh, back home as well, used to live out there. And then Toronto, of course, uh, yeah, know very well. Um, but it, it was same with me. I never met, uh, you know, cousins or family that uh, are still living uh, back home. So I'm in a similar situation as well. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Vancouver is obviously out on, on the west coast of Canada. Um, it's uh, fairly far away. Canada, uh, we're not as big in population, but we are a very large country in terms of, uh, in terms of area. So uh, it's actually very, it's quite expensive to fly, for example, from one end of the country to the other. In, in some cases, it's actually cheaper just to fly to Europe than it is to fly to the east or west coast uh, of Canada. But Vancouver is, uh, is a nice uh, area 
Uh, great for skiing and winter sports if uh, if you like that stuff. Yeah, no problem, Alex. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that'd be great if you could check out those interviews. Um, I, I found the the show we did with Tim was good just because um, you know again he's a former racing driver. He competed in the Champ Car Atlantic Series, drove in the Daytona Twenty Four Hours, for example. So he's able to pick up on things that I I won't be able to because I'm obviously not a professional racing driver. Um, and, and you know we just analyze it as fans and because we're passionate about the sport. But uh, with with Tim, he he can pick out those things. And he was talking a lot about the tires yesterday, and a lot of interesting things too. Comments about that he made about Mercedes and teams like Ferrari, which I'm seeing out on track at the moment. Just uh, thanks for all the comments here, guys. This is great. Uh, we got a really busy chat going on here. Uh, Shaker from uh, the Backmarkers F1 Show podcast will be joining us in a couple minutes. Uh, Sven is asking another follow up question: Does Mercedes still have the steering? wheel pull trick uh, to get better traction on the straight uh, they do not so he's speaking about the dual axis steering system also known as das that has been banned for this season and of course the seasons uh going forward uh as uh, alpha tauri and williams getting very close on our track so that is banned so they do not have it this year um, um obviously it was a great innovation in 2020 but they do not have it for this year uh, Jerry says, Fettel seems to have a hard time in the Aston. Would like to see him do well again. I would absolutely love to see him uh, see him do well again. Uh, I think that he still needs a little bit of time to transition into that car. There's a lot to learn for him. It's a brand new team, a completely different car to the Ferrari. Of course, the SF1000 was uh, very, very difficult to drive. So going forward into that AMR21 is quite the change. Um, yeah, he doesn't seem very, very happy yet. He's currently down in 16th place at the moment. Yeah, 16th place. He's only been doing some uh, uh, some longer runs so far, race sims, uh, Jerry. Uh, so that's why we haven't seen any kind of big lap times. But just not so happy with the car just yet and with the balance. So he's got a lot to do. But uh, from now on until the first race in Bahrain, I'm sure he's probably going to do some more simulator work as well. And that will hopefully be able to uh, get himself a little more comfortable in the car. But uh, yeah, Aston Martin hasn't necessarily hit the ground running as I expected them to so far in uh, winter testing, but uh, still a long season ahead of us. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we have uh, just uh, replying there to your comment, uh, Miha, about uh, some of the lower cost airlines. I think we have a few um, that fly, you know, from Toronto, but uh, to go, you know, across country, no, we don't really have many. Uh, low-cost airlines or anything like that and I don't think we will get get any more in the near future so yeah it is uh, it is quite pricey um, to get out there which is unfortunate because it's very nice uh, very nice part of the country so I'm just gonna head over to Instagram here see what uh, what else we can pull up from the teams so that was from yesterday just trying to see if we can find anything from the morning session We see Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari. What do you guys think of the Ferrari livery? Has uh, has it grown on any one of you? Does it look any better in real life than it did in the computer renders? Um, I'm still not a fan, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, I hope they get rid of the green for sure. But even the burgundy at the back, I'm I'm not that uh, that big of a fan of. Uh, I just think that there's a lot of uh, liveries in the past that they've gone with that have been a lot better. And uh, there's a couple actually, you know, 
fan renders that people made, uh, you know, some excellent independent graphic designers, and they look a hundred times better than what the actual SF21 looks like. So, yeah, <laughs> Sven says, um, no, yeah, that would be my reply as well. Uh, that was mine when I saw it. I was like, what the hell is that green? And it's not even, uh, I don't even know if it's, it's an Italian green. Is that the same color that they have on the flag? It just, uh, yeah, it does not look very good. So I'm just going to head back over here to Instagram. Kimi Raikkonen made some slight adjustments on his helmet. Um, added a little bit blue to the front here. Yeah, not much uh, else. I'm just trying to find you guys uh, if there are any like trackside videos or anything like that. Of course, we can't show footage, but at the very least, uh, I can still show you guys some social media posts of uh, the cars running out on track, and we get to at least hear some of the engine nodes as well. Wow, you paid 50 bucks for a return trip 1,500 kilometers away. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty good price. That, that's an excellent bargain. That's Unfortunately, we don't have that. Um, yeah, they uh, they try and pull as much money out of your pocket here in North America as possible. So, yeah, things are very, very pricey nowadays. But I'm sure it's like that in, in other parts of the world. But, I mean, that that's a really, really good deal for, for a round trip. All right, so nothing going on there at the moment. We've currently got one, two, three, four cars out on track. The Aston Martin of Sebastian Vettel. We got Lewis Hamilton out in the W12. Carlos Sainz of Ferrari and Yuki Tsunoda with the Alpha Tauri as well. I believe all drivers are out on a longer race sim or race run type program. Excuse me, as uh, I don't see any of the drivers currently out on track doing anything faster. And I believe one of the cars just came into the pits. We've got the Alpine of Fernando Alonso just coming out into the track at the moment. Good to see Fernando back out on track. I think he's on one of the harder tires. Let's just actually maybe do that. We'll uh, see if we can just change the timing screen over here to the tire history. So you guys can kind of get a picture of what the tires, which tires the drivers have been running so far. So Daniel Ricciardo has been out on the soft a little bit earlier. Sergio Perez has only done one run on the soft tire. Kimi Raikkonen exclusively on that C3 medium tire. Just trying to see who else. Fernando Alonso still running the harder tires, the medium, and also the white sidewall C2 tire. So nothing yet on the soft for him. So really, Sergio Perez was the only car out of the uh, top teams to kind of run the softer tire. Max Verstappen has yet to run the softer tires so far in this PM session. He's done uh, a stint, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four stints on the medium, on the C3, and then uh, three, four more on the C2 hard tire. He's currently in the garage and out of the car. And yeah, Steve says, Ferrari, please, please pick a red. Yeah, for, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> they, they really do need to just make up your mind. Yeah, you know, it's so funny, guys, because obviously, uh, you know, I grew up supporting... Michael Schumacher and Ferrari, and there was obviously the big allure of Ferrari and the and the myth and the mysticism behind Ferrari. But I don't know after uh, you know what went down with uh, Sebastian Vettel in the past couple of years. It's just 
they're a weird team sometimes. Let me just say that. They they operate kind of awkwardly, and I, I, I don't know. They're just not as efficient. Like when you look at Mercedes, for example, and the dynasty that they've built, obviously we, we rag on them a lot of the times, but it's just because they're so good winning seven in a row, possibly eight in a row. But they just work so well, and everything just seems to be in order. Um, they never get cocky and, and, you know, just rest on their laurels and say, hey, we're world champions. We're just going to sit back, relax. They're always pushing, always pushing with new innovations and, and new ideas to get the car back to the front of the grid. And Ferrari just doesn't seem to do that as much. So I don't know if it's a managerial thing. I don't imagine, I don't see uh, what exactly is going wrong with them. Is it just an environment or culture thing? I think that's why Sebastian struggled a little bit at Ferrari versus, you know, the, the UK environment at Red Bull. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, they're able to, to figure some of their issues out. Yeah, Mia says, can't imagine Ferrari with any other color except red. I can't either. Uh, possibly maybe like a yellow because that is obviously the color of their logo. But I wouldn't imagine that being the base color. I would imagine that they would maybe include some yellow trim. I think maybe some of the old uh, 90s Ferrari cars at least just had the yellow. Had some yellow, if I'm remembering correctly. But I'm not sure. Uh, maybe some of the uh, the older members in the audience will remember the early 90s Ferraris that was you know driven by Alain Prost and uh, Gerhard Berger that had the black and, and red liveries, which looked very, very good. Um, and, and I think that that's kind of where they should have went back to instead of what they've gone with now, which is just, again, I just think it looks atrocious, to be honest with you. That green logo looks awful, and, uh, and that burgundy kind of mixed combo is just very, very strange to me. Um, as uh, Fernando Alonso's just rounding out the final corner, turn 15, as he crosses the line, let's see if he goes faster. He does, just a slightly faster, goes into sixth place with a 130.9, that is on the C3 tire, so... Looks like Fernando's stretching his legs just a little bit here, which is good. Jerry says that he was a bit worried about uh, Alonso returning, but uh, he looks sharp. Yeah, 100% agreed. I was more worried after his accident because, uh, you know, that's not something that uh, was minor. And anytime you have to go into surgery or anything like that, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty significant accident. And he's got those titanium plates in his jaw. But it doesn't seem like it's having any effect. He did over 100 laps yesterday and obviously many laps in the car this morning, or excuse me, in the car this afternoon. So he looks very, very good. He's up to speed very quickly, which isn't surprising in a way, I guess, but maybe not so much because he did a lot of running last year in old Renault cars and, of course, participated in the young driver test. And Alonso is Alonso, right? Two-time world champion, one of the best ever in Formula One and spent a lot of time racing when he was away from Formula One. So he's very fresh. Uh, in that regard and doesn't have uh, need too much time to get back into the, the swing of things. And so I'm very, very impressed with his time. Um, you know, you could see him. He's uh, only two tenths or it looks like only one tenth off of Pierre Gasly ahead of him in fifth. And Pierre did his time on the C4 soft tire. So that's a pretty handy lap there from Fernando Alonso. And uh, I'm curious to see what he can do once he sticks on that soft tire, hopefully a little bit later on, uh, probably within an hour's time, I would say, we should be seeing some of the drivers start to do more of the quali sim runs and performance runs. Of course, guys, we can't uh, read too much into the times. Uh, they are, you know, sort of in a way. Oh, sorry about that. Just uh, trying to get uh, connected here with Shaker. 
Yeah, he's. I think he got messed up with the time too, uh, because he's running a little late. Not a problem at all. Just gonna reply here uh, to his message. Yeah, that's a daylight or whatever they call it. The savings times really just messes everybody up. Um, to be honest with you. So guys, what we're going to do is uh, once I connect here with Shaker, we're just going to go to a, a short break um, just so I can connect with him on Zoom, just so it's not uh, so awkward as it was yesterday with Tim. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are with us on the stream, but uh, I thought that I had another scene online sending uh, to the stream. And, uh, you know, Tim was like adjusting his shirt and, and getting up and moving around trying to frame himself. And so it was a little bit awkward. So I'll just go, go to a quick break uh, once I get Shaker on. Um, just to avoid that little bit of awkwardness. But that's what happens when you live stream. Uh, you get those funny moments here and there. So, uh, yeah, after that, we'll do uh, just a quick update at the top of the hour with all of the day's events. And uh, we'll go through our giveaway again and, and do those announcements as well. Magic Skates, hello, good morning to you. I remember you from yesterday. You sent the very friendly and uh, supportive super chat. Thank you again for that. And uh, good to have you again on the stream. I forget, I'm not sure if you told us yesterday where you're watching from in the world, but uh, maybe if you don't mind me asking where, uh, which country you were watching from this morning. Uh, but great to have you on again and great to have a lot of you on. Again, thank you so far uh, for all of your comments in the chat. It's very, very good. Great energy this morning. I know uh, it's been a lot uh, for the fans as well and, uh, and for me as well, you know, getting up early and doing these streams for a couple hours, but uh, there's just so much energy uh, in the preseason of Formula One, and it just keeps you going. And the streams just go by so quickly, guys. I mean, you'd think three hours is a very long time. You know, how are you going to talk for three hours and, and talk about all the coverage? But before I know it, I'm already closing the stream and, and heading on home, and it's just like, wow, it went by so quickly. Um, so I'm definitely going to be planning on doing more of these live streams throughout the season, maybe doing a similar concept for free practice sessions, and some qualifying sessions just doing a watch along like this if uh, i know a lot of you guys weren't happy with the the commentary uh, of wherever you're watching from uh from f1 tv like i was just listening to the commentary of f1 tv before i i jumped on here and uh let's just say it was pretty brutal at that um yeah it, it was just I, I just couldn't listen to it anymore to be honest with you um you know normally uh i'm pretty okay with the, the british accent but uh, these three that were in the booth were just pretty hard to listen to and uh, i just didn't find were the best commentators that they had available so uh yeah i'm, I'm glad some of you are enjoying the commentary on this stream as well and uh, yes of course magic skates how could i forget you said uh, from hamilton ontario that's right sorry about that there's just been so many chats that I've uh, that I've forgotten exactly where everybody is from, but uh, of course, good morning to you uh, in Hamilton. Good to have you back. Here's uh, nice to have these uh, these camera angles back too as well for this season. I'm still wondering and waiting for those uh, driver eye cameras because that would be uh, really really cool to have. We've seen a couple of those. Uh, Yuki Sonoda and AlphaTauri posted one earlier uh, when they did their run in Imola, and of course in the previous seasons I think we've had them uh, from you know, the, the onboards in Monaco and stuff. I think that's a really cool camera angle that I'd love to see in the race. I mean, imagine having that camera available in the race would be very, very cool. Just reading a comment here, Mr. Trifforce666, hopefully reading that right. Watching from Vienna, Austria. Very, very cool. Big fan of Austria. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. Um, I was planning to go to uh, the race, of, obviously, in Austria in the Styrian Mountains. Uh, but uh, obviously, that didn't happen with everything in the past year or so. 
Um, but I'd love to go one day because it's a very, very cool uh, country and uh, very, very nice areas as well there. So hello to you there in Vienna, Austria. Very happy to have you along in the stream and appreciate the support. Oh, good morning to you, Rob. I'm just seeing your comment there. Rob has been uh, a staple uh, in the last three days, as many of you have been as well. So good to have you back on, Rob. Very much appreciate the support that you've given in the last couple of days and all of your comments and everything. Yeah, no, I meant uh, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the 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 YouTube videos, Miha. It's the like they it's the driver eye uh, videos. They did one last a couple seasons ago with Pierre Gasly at Monaco, uh, with uh, Grosjean at Canada, and it's like uh, it's the real POV vision of of what the driver sees. I believe they're using uh, you know some glasses that they have the cameras on, but they only do them for like a, a installation lap, for example. They haven't done them for any hot laps or anything like that because I've heard with the drivers that they're pretty uncomfortable to wear. So that would be a very cool camera angle to have live, just like you do with the onboards and, uh, and things like that. And speaking of which is actually going on onboards, Max Verstappen currently set the fastest first sector. It looks like he is on the prototype soft tire because I do not see any red sidewall markings. So this is very interesting that he's out on the Pirelli prototype C5 tire. Just going to confirm that, but he is currently fastest in the first sector, just passing out in turn 11. Good traction on the exit of 12. I think this is where the Red Bull has a lot of strengths here going through the high-speed sections of 12 and 13. Two tenths up on Sergio Perez's time, but not the fastest in sector 2. Heading down to the final corner out of turn 15. Really interesting to see how much he can gain here out of sector 3 after losing some time in 2. Very clean exit out of 15. Doesn't use all of the curb on exit as he'll cross the line. Let's see where he finishes up. And he does go quick as two tenths up on his teammate Sergio Perez from a 129.9. That is the first lap time, guys. That is a sub 130 uh, lap time so far. Uh, 129.9 from Max Verstappen going just slightly two tenths quicker than his teammate from earlier this morning. Shows you how, how good of a lap that was actually from Sergio Perez too. Uh, as that was on the C4 soft tire, and that was in the AM session. Track conditions, of course, will be faster as the thing as uh, conditions cool down. So uh, definitely, I think that's a very handy lap from Sergio Perez this morning, but also from Max Verstappen. As Daniel Ricciardo as well, just finishing his lap going into turn 15. He's currently fourth at the moment, setting personal bests in sector one and sector two. That McLaren looking very well put together on corner exits. He'll cross the line, and he improves just slightly on his time, going third fastest, three-tenths down on his former teammate, Max Verstappen. He lost a little bit in Sector 3 as he was unable to set a personal best. So just doing an update for that, guys. Currently at the moment, then, we have Max Verstappen of Red Bull Racing in that RB16 P1. It is a Red Bull 1-2. Sergio Perez, his time from the AM session, still good for second. Daniel Ricciardo in third in that MCL 35M. Just uh, slightly three-tenths down on Max Verstappen. Followed by Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari. That's still his AM time. And then Lando Norris in McLaren worry, or, uh, rounding out the top five. So very interesting. We're finally starting to see the longer runs come into play. Or excuse me, the uh, qualifying runs coming into play. So that's uh, very, very interesting. Okay, excuse me. So just an update here from Chris Medlin. Max Verstappen was on the prototype C3s. So it was not the C5s, it was a prototype C3. So even more of an impressive lap, considering it should be a harder of a compound 
than what is the C4 that Pirelli currently have. So guys, I just wanted to do also uh, just a reminder. We are doing an exclusive giveaway for live stream viewers. Um, let me see actually if I can pull uh, pull up the picture of uh, the giveaway that we're doing. I just don't know if it's... Uh, let's open image in a new tab. I'm not sure if you guys will be able to see the full picture, unfortunately. But what we will be giving away is a Kimi Raikkonen mug. As, long as, as well as a Mick Schumacher coaster, a Sebastian Vettel sticker. And you can't see it at the moment, but it's on the right-hand side of the screen. It is a Sebastian Vettel uh, coaster as well. That will be a little prize pack that we're giving away as a thank you to all the support that we received in the last few months, but also as a thank you to everybody who's tuned in to the live streams. Uh, that's why we're making it exclusive to live stream viewers. It's very simple to enter. All you have to do is after this video and the live stream is completed, head back into the comments section of this video and comment your top three championship predictions for 2021. That is in the driver's championship. So just rank it one, two, and three, whether you think it's for Stappen, Hamilton, Bottas, or any other way around. Comment on that video. If you'd like an extra entry, you can head back into the day two video comment section and also enter a comment in there as well. So you can get two entries maximum. Um, I'll probably like your comment or uh, just give it a heart just to let you know that your entry has been submitted. We're going to throw all the names into a randomizer early next week, pick out a random winner, and then we're going to reach back into you in the comments section to let you know that you've won and we'll arrange uh, shipping arrangements to you wherever you are in the world. So that is a thank you for the support. Uh, if you guys would like to support the channel directly, uh, you can do so with a super chat feature down below in the chat. As a, Oh, thank you very much again. <laughs> wow, that timing was actually very kind of uh, weird. As a, I was about to announce the super chat feature, Magic Skates uh, comes in clutch once again from Hamilton, Ontario, and sends us $13.99. Very, very much appreciated, uh, Magic Skates. You've been uh, extremely generous uh, during these live chats. So that was very weird <laughs> as I was announcing it at the same time. So that's uh, very cool. And he says, I'm glad McLaren are still showing good times. Super chat for a super stream. Thanks very much again. And yeah, it's so cool to see McLaren, you know, sort of back. And it kind of, uh, they've picked up where they left off from the McLaren Mercedes days of, uh, of the early 2000s. Uh, and they're doing very, very well so far. Very happy for Daniel Ricciardo that uh, he's having success now at a team like McLaren. Big things ahead for, for McLaren, I think, because uh, they're looking very, very strong so far in testing. And I'm happy to see that they've integrated the power unit very well. And uh, so far, so good. Fingers crossed they haven't had any issues, which is great for them. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for that, Magic Skates. Um, yeah, so I think the last thing that I was, let's see, reporting on was, okay, so here it is. This is from Pirelli Motorsport, just about the lap that Max did. So pushing to the max, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, so it takes us into the 1 minute 29s bracket on the C3 proto tires to make Red Bull Racing 1-2 on the timesheets. Those, uh, so those C3 prototypes with no markings are identical to the standard C3, just made in the backup factory in Turkey. Okay, so very interesting then to note. And Max is still out on those C3 tires. So yeah, so Max did a cool down lap and is going out once again. He is, again, setting a personal best in the first sector. He Let's see if he... So heading into turn 11 just right now should be coming up on the timing sector loop right now in turn 12. And, hmm, okay, interesting. So Verstappen seems to be struggling a little bit now in sector 2. Uh, so that would mainly be the exit into turn 10. 
and I think through the sections of turn seven and turn eight, as he is down two tenths on his time, as he rounds out turn 15, Kimi Raikkonen just went fifth fastest. I think this will be a slower lap from Verstappen. Yeah, he's three tenths down on what he just set a few laps ago. Lewis Hamilton as well, also out on the prototype tire. I believe that is the C3 as well. He is currently setting a personal best in sector one. Very handy through turn 10. That was uh, much better than uh, some of the couple of previous laps that I've been watching there. Uh, it'd be, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see where Verstappen is losing so much time in sector two, but he is losing two tenths. So it seems like he's having some trouble, most likely in that uh, turn five to, to eight combination into the run to turn 10. So Hamilton, 1.7 seconds down in sector two from Verstappen's best time. So again, uh, you know, fuel maybe a little bit more on board. We also, I'm not exactly sure exactly which tire he's on. It, it's a prototype, but not exactly sure which one. As Hamilton crosses the line, he should go quicker, but only just slightly. Moves up into 13th with the 132.5. Pretty handy lap, though, from Kimi Raikkonen as well. Um, he just moved into 5th as well. We didn't see that on screen. But uh, he's 6th, down from what Max Verstappen was able to do. So uh, nice lap there from the Iceman. <laughs> Ontario Boys Unite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Ontario uh, uh, features here. Yeah, I'm going to try and figure out uh, which prototype tires they are and exactly which ones. I believe that they're for, for this year then, if they're running them, but I'm not exactly sure. But I'd be curious to find exactly where Max is losing that time. Okay, here's the comparison with Hamilton's lap time, but uh, two different tire compounds I think that they're on. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. So let's see which drivers that we have out on track currently at the moment. So Lewis Hamilton still out there on the prototype tires. I believe that is the C3, but I'm not 100% sure. I think Max Verstappen has come into the pits. So Kimi Raikkonen also out on track. He's on the C4 soft tire. Looks like he's going for another hot lap here. That Alfa Romeo looks pretty bulky in some of the shots uh, when you look at it from head on. I'm not sure if it's just the livery, but um, it just looks a little bit bulkier than it did last year, even though that they have a narrower nose than they did in 2020. So Raikkonen's currently coming up to turn 11 here. We've got, on the official timing screens, 1 hour and 41 minutes and 10 seconds to go. Uh, my stream that I'm currently watching on F1 TV, they are at 141, 40, 39, 38, 37, 36, 35. Just to give you guys an idea, if you are watching uh, a stream on your own. So there might be a little bit of a delay in terms of what I'm commenting on versus what you're seeing. So uh, it might seem a little bit awkward, but uh, I'll try and not necessarily comment word for word what's going on in the action on the track, just so that it doesn't look too weird. But uh, Raikkonen, it looks like he's just starting a hot lap now. I do not see the timing screaming is up. 
All right, let me see if I can try and get you guys some uh, trackside videos here. I haven't seen too, too much yet from today. So George Russell back out in the Williams. He's on the C3 medium tire. He is currently down in 13th, no, 14th place. Yes, 14th place. Sorry, just a little bit harder to see there. <laughs> Rob says I'm 10 minutes behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's tough because uh, like the internet that I have here is pretty solid. So it's uh, it's not very far off from the official session time, but everybody's going to have some sort of a delay, uh, which, uh, yeah, like it, it is an ideal, but uh, just to kind of give you an idea of where I'm at uh, in what I'm seeing. Uh, but Russell is currently out on track. Uh, that's what they're showing us at the moment. All right, let's dive back into Twitter. Let's see what else. So here's a question just from at uh, Autosport on Twitter. Uh, one of the fans asked, do they uh, have any indication as to whether the new tires give a similar level of performance to last year's? And uh, I'm not sure who the reply is coming from, but they say, we expect them to be a bit slower by how much is unclear, but they're heavier and should flex a lot less overall. Less flex gives you less tire on the road, so less grip. But paired with the floor changes, it's hard to isolate the actual time loss, which is a very good point because we do have a lot of changes this year, uh, you know, coming to the floor of the car, the little strakes uh, near the diffuser as well. So it's difficult to tell exactly where the loss of lap time is coming from because the tires are different too. So uh, it's very, very kind of difficult to pinpoint exactly where they're losing the much time, but there's an interesting sort of uh, indication as to what the tires will be like this year. I'm sure tires will be another, another big talking point as we move on into this season. There's Aston Martin just getting some pit stop practice in earlier with uh, Fettel. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the stream. It's just past uh, 1021 here local time in Ottawa, Canada. Thanks to everybody that's tuned in so far. We've got, uh, I think, some of our highest numbers so far uh, on this final day of preseason testing. So thank you very much. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, you probably see Magic Skates was nice enough to send us a super chat. If you'd like to do that, that feature is down below. And there's also uh, different links in the description if you'd like to support the channel personally. Uh, we've also got some discount codes in the description of this video to our sponsor, the GP Box, which you can see on screen. They are a motorsport marketplace uh, that offer and sell a lot of really cool F1 used car parts, uh, memorabilia, replica helmets and gloves, and just uh, a bunch of really cool Formula One merchandise. So uh, feel free to check that out and uh, use some of the discounts that they've been able uh, to give that to us. So currently on my stream, Daniel Ricardo back out on track. He is on the C4 soft tire. So Ricardo out on track at the moment, as well as Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari by the looks of it. Lewis Hamilton in the Mercedes and Max Verstappen has just come out back onto the track in uh, in the RB16B. I will update you guys on when, or excuse me, on which tires they are on. As Ricardo just starts his flying lap, heading down into turn one, he's sparking, sparking away quite nicely as he heads into turn one. And of course, now as we see nightfall start to begin on. Uh, on the Bahrain, the Secure International Circuit, we've got uh, a lot more visible sparks coming from these cars. 
Just curious to see what type of time Ricardo will be able to do very clean out of the exit of turn four. Three one-hundredths of a second quicker than Max Verstappen out in sector one. That's his fastest sector one so far of this session. Very handy lap from, from Ricardo. Remember, guys, Ricardo finished first in the AM session of both days of winter testing on Friday and on Saturday, and he looks like he's trying to top this session as well. Very clean out of the exit of turn 10. I know some of you guys might not be seeing this at the moment, but you'll eventually catch up to it. This is the sector where Verstappen lost most of his time. So let's see if Ricardo can one-up him through here. So Ricardo does a personal best in the second sector. He's down two one-hundredths of a second on Verstappen's time in sector two. Very, very interesting. This is going to be very close between the two former teammates as the sun is just in his eye as he heads into the braking zone for 15. Very clean out of the final corner. Using all of that Mercedes power to power through the line. And he does not go quickest, but he moves into second with a 130.1. Two tenths down on Max Verstappen's time. So Ricardo and the McLaren struggling similarly uh, as Verstappen did in Sector 2. But Ricardo struggling just a little bit more in Sector 3 where Max was able to make up a little bit of more time. So uh, that Honda power unit then uh, looks like it's holding up pretty well on that back straight. So uh, very, very interesting. But I love to see that battle between Verstappen and Ricardo once again in two different teams and two different cars. So very, very interesting. Just uh, seeing uh, more Super Chats from you guys. Thank you very much, Magic Skates, once again, uh, sending uh, us uh, $6.99. Thank you very much. That's the second one of the day. You're uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it, appreciated. And uh, Miha, once again, sending uh, another super chat. Very, very appreciated from you as well. And, and La, you're 100% right. A little something, every little bit helps. Um, you know, it goes directly back into the channel. And also, guys, you know, the, the added support in the last couple of months, it allows us to do more giveaway opportunities like we're doing now. And, uh, you know, I just feel like that's the only way that we can kind of reward and uh, give back to our fans is by, at the very least, doing those giveaways. So, um, at this rate, we'll be able to do, uh, you know, frequent giveaways, you know, maybe not every month, but every other month, something like that. Um, so uh, thank you very much, guys, for, for all that support. Very much appreciated. Um, so, yeah, that was Ricardo on the C4 tire. It looks like Shaker might be ready to join us here in the moment. Uh, Sebastian Vettel currently out on track, setting a personal best on the C3 tire. So this will be interesting now that we're moving into the evening session. Track conditions have gotten cooler. Uh, let's just see exactly what the track temperatures are saying here. So we've got air temperature of 21.1 degrees Celsius and track temp at 27.9 degrees Celsius, which is still quite high uh, for this time of day. But I expect that to come down a degree or two within the next couple of uh, hours. As Fettel only slightly improves on his time, goes 15th fastest on that C3 tire. So, uh, yeah, uh, not necessarily finding all of that Aston Martin has to offer yet. But uh, Vettel just slowly just trying to uh, go around and, and find some sort of a rhythm in that Aston Martin because he hasn't necessarily had the smoothest winter testing so far. Okay, so it looks like we have Shaker ready to go. So let me see if I can do this without going a break, without going to a break here.
Yeah, Rob, agree with you there that uh, Verstappen versus Ricardo battles are going to be uh, quite spicy this year, uh, especially if they're going to be racing each other, which obviously we're hopeful for um, with uh, Ricardo and uh, Verstappen. All right, so Fernando Alonso is back out on track in the Alpine. Okay. Shaker says he's watching us in the stream. Uh, if you're watching the stream, then Shaker, I, uh, I've just started the Zoom call. I'm going to try and actually just bring you live on the air um, so I don't mess up the session timer. Uh, I don't see you in the meeting room, um, so I don't know if you can maybe try and join again. And then uh, I'll try and bring you on uh, live here. So I'm just going to have to adjust then the session timer as well, guys. Raikkonen on softs, that might be interesting. Yes, I, I think so. He set actually a pretty good time, honestly. Um, earlier it put him, let's see where he's at, fifth fastest, sixth fastest, uh, just behind Fernando Alonso and in between Lando Norris's time from this morning. Uh, currently, uh, the Alpha Tauri mechanics are working on the ATO zero, the AT02 car of Yuki Tsunoda. Um, as uh, it looks like they got some sort of repairs or adjustments going on into the brakes of that Alpha Tauri. As Kimi Raikkonen just uh, trying to get some tire temperature on in the back straights, uh, it looks like he's about to get set to do a hot lap, which, again, I agree with uh, Miha. This will be a very interesting to see what type of times he can do in that Alfa Romeo. Let's see what he can uh, get up on the board. Okay, here we go. I really love that blue on Raikkonen's helmet. I can easily identify him now. Okay, Shaker, I see you in the room. I'm going to admit you in just a second. So as Raikkonen comes out of the exit of turn four, we should be getting past the sector one timing loop. will give us an idea. So two one-hundredths of a second off of Max Verstappen's time. It is a personal best. It's a very solid uh, sector one for him. Also good showing there that the Ferrari power unit is somewhat able to keep up with the likes of Honda and Mercedes. Of course, fuel loads and other engine settings. Uh, granted, we don't know that. But Raikkonen very smooth into turn 10. No lockups. Slight oversteer as he gets the power down on turn 11 and opens DRS. Looks very stable going through turn 11 and 12. It must be difficult conditions now for the drivers with the sun going down. Um, you know, obviously those conditions, just normal driving on the road is sometimes the most dangerous and difficult uh, because it's hard to see. But Raikkonen down two tenths in the middle sector to Verstappen's time. I don't think he'll be a threat to the P1 time of the Red Bull, but nonetheless, I think will be enough to move Raikkonen up a little bit. And he does. He goes fourth fastest, four tenths off of Max Verstappen's time. He set a 130.4. So a pretty solid lap for Alfa Romeo. They're getting in uh, with the fight there with some of the bigger teams. Um, again, guys, the big caveat to all these times is we don't know the fuel loads. We don't know uh, the engine settings that these guys are running. So just keep that in mind. But nonetheless, I still think that it's a good positive sign for Alfa Romeo uh, to be out there running without any problems and to still be able to put in a pretty solid lap.
Comfy, <laughs> Comfy Kimmy is happy Kimmy, says Magic Skates. Yes, yes, he absolutely is. Okay, uh, so Shaker, if you're listening, I'm going to bring you on in two minutes' time. So uh, let me just, uh, I'm just going to set up my uh, time here so that it reflects the change. Okay, so let's see if we can do this smoothly, and I should be able to uh, do it pretty well. Yeah, very, very curious to see what these performance runs are going to look like in the next hour or so. Okay, so that should be set. All right, so I'm going to admit. Let's see if this works. Hello, Shaker, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I, I can't hear you. weird oh sorry sorry <laughs> i had you muted on obs my bad <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody i'm gonna bring his uh video in in just a second uh but currently you are hearing the voice of one shaker barty he is uh, a co-host and usually the audio engineer for the backmarkers f1 show podcast um, he's joining us remotely from his home uh welcome shaker to the stream good morning to you Good morning, everyone. I hope uh, you guys are enjoying the testing session. I'm just watching Kimmy right now. I just saw you talking about him. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it looks like a great session from him. Best lot, 130. That's pretty good. Yeah, like uh, like Magic Skate says, comfy Kimmy is a happy Kimmy. Yes. Yeah, and I saw somebody say if you give him the gloves and the steering wheel, he's uh, he's happy. <laughs> yeah. Very true. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely is, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get to some of these, uh, the chats just uh, below asking about the Mercedes and uh, everything. Uh, Lewis Hamilton just being pulled back into the garage at the moment. They are currently working on Sebastian Vettel's car. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the issue is, but it looks like they're working near the engine cover of that AMR 21. All right, let me see if I can. Okay, so let me see if I can just update the lap to, uh, the data here. Shaker's name is actually Shaker. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's not <laughs> a nickname or anything. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I don't know if we have any viewers uh, from uh, India this morning. I don't think we do. Um, but uh, we, we would have uh, some representation there anyway. Magic Skates spell my name perfectly right. Where did you see the spelling of my name, Magic Skates? <laughs> or do you know it? <laughs> maybe, maybe you know it. They know you. <laughs> I don't think that uh, Magic Skates would get the spelling of your full name, however. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I think Ra Lando will be Rick's toughest teammate since leaving Red Bull. Um. I think so. I I agree with Magic Skates. I mean, I don't know if you guys know my feelings about Esteban Ocon, but uh, 
Um, I agree. I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Lando Norris is such a great driver. He got, you know, podium in his first race last year after the, uh, after quarantine and everything. So, oh, right. Oh, I commented above, right. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm just resizing this on the air, but, uh, some reason every time I uh, I close OBS, uh, it uh, doesn't keep the same sizing. So, oh yeah, yeah. Bear with me for a second. Will Alpha Romeo improve? I think they already have. I mean, they had a great season last year. I think we're already seeing improvements from. Look where Raikkonen is. I know they're not showing their full potential, but even yesterday in testing, they perform uh, better than uh, Ferrari which they're supposed to be the B team. Um, so I think we're already seeing improvements from Ferrari from last year, in my opinion. I know Chris is busy resizing, so I'm just going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if we're talking about Ferrari, I think that honestly anything compared to last season, it can be considered an improvement. Um, in the case of Alfa Romeo, I do think that they're better than last year. I actually think last year they had a pretty solid car, but the power unit just held them back. Yeah, I, I agree. I like uh, they had a pretty solid season last year. Um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, re realistically, everybody had a pretty solid season except for like maybe Haas. Yeah. Like Williams in too. terms of in Williams too, in terms of improvements last season, they they all had a solid season. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we'll definitely. I, I hope to see an improvement on what we saw last year, not everybody staying where they are. Yeah. Well, this was interesting because uh, I'll bring this topic up again. I talked about it just a little bit earlier. Um, the fact that I, I'm going to probably try and do a, a video just summarizing the uh, testing so far this season. Um, but I was just like curious, the direction I was going to go in the video was to talk about, okay, are F1 fans more or less optimistic about this current season after testing? Or are they more pessimistic? And I was making some points to say, I actually think that team or fans can be more optimistic because Red Bull have got their you-know-what together uh, right from the start of the season. The car looks a lot better to drive for the drivers. The performance is there. Uh, mm -hmm. Mercedes, yes, obviously they're still the favorites, but it seems like they might have taken a step, you know, a half step backwards because of the new uh, regulation changes. So that might mean that Red Bull are a bit closer. And then down the rest of the grid, McLaren looks stronger. Alpine looks significantly stronger. Aston Martin hasn't really shown us much, but I expect them to be there. Alpha Tauri is stronger. Like you just mentioned before, Shaker. Alfa Romeo looked like they made improvements. Williams have made looked like they made improvements. Um, mm -hmm. So really, it only leaves like Haas as the only team that might stay on the same level or go down. So yeah. I think that we're uh, looking in for a pretty good season, actually. Yeah, and I know with Haas, it's going to be a weird mixture too because obviously they're they're not really going to have a new car, but they're going to have two brand new drivers who have never really driven an F1 before. Um, so I think that's going to be their drawback. I think that might push them a little bit back, not, not, not a lot, um, but I think that's something they're going to have to recover from losing Kevin Magnussen and uh, Roman Grosjean. And that's, yeah, that's an excellent point that, that I'm glad that you bring up is, um, you, you know, obviously they struggled with performance and yep. they weren't able to show their true potential. But having those guys in, in that car really helped Haas out in the yep. last couple of years, even though the results might not have been there. 
But uh, Kevin Magnuson's an excellent driver. Roman Grosjean is an excellent driver and a ton of experience that, unfortunately, Schumacher and Mazepin won't be able to give you because they're rookies. They don't have very much experience uh, mm-hmm. in racing in general. So it, that will be tough for them to, to kind of point Haas in the right direction. So they're really going to have to rely on their technical partnership with Ferrari, which they've inc- uh, increased heading yep. into this season and more. And they're also going to need to really rely on the senior members of the team to kind of help the drivers out a little bit in their first year, which is going to be uh, an interesting one for, for them. But uh, I really only see probably Haas as the only team not making significant gains. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. And, uh, yeah, well, again, Magic, I, the midfield is going to be really cutthroat this year. There's so many teams that we saw because um, I thought – I, th- I thought at the end of halfway through last season, um, Racing Point pretty much had the midfield in the bag. I thought they were going to absolutely win it, take it out of the park. Um, just because McLaren were struggling a little bit. They were struggling to finish both, uh, have both drivers finish. So and I think this year with the improvements we've seen from McLaren, from um, Racing Point, which is now Aston Martin. Um, I know Renault has been, Renault has made some great improvements um, and having, um, uh, oh my Alpine, God. yes, Alpine. <laughs> it's gonna take a while, right? <laughs> uh, like the four or five teams that are gonna be solid that are gonna be fighting it out for midfield this year. And again, I think the only thing that's gonna be holding them back, which might not, which might be for a few races, is the brand new drivers that they have on their rosters just getting used to the car. Um, so I think the first three to five races, we'll see a little bit of adjustments into the cars, and then we'll, you know, after that, we'll start to see what what really these drivers are getting out of all these races, uh, yeah. their cars. So just a quick update, as you guys can see uh, up on the screen here, uh, I'm getting this through Twitter. We just see it popped up on our feed a little bit earlier. Some sort of issue going on at Aston Martin. Shaker, you just talked about Aston Martin. Uh, Sebastian Vettel was in the car for the PM session, but they currently have some sort of a significant issue as they have the screens up at the garage. You are only allowed to put those screens up if you do have a significant issue. So I'm guessing that's something to do with the engine. We saw them earlier have the engine covers off as Yuki Sonoda just goes ninth fastest on the C4 tire. So some sort of issue at Aston Martin, maybe again with the gearbox or or that Mercedes PU, but uh, not great news for Fettel and his rough start to uh, his Aston Martin tenure continues now uh, with, uh, with this issue. Just unfortunate bad luck for Vettel. But I mean, like I said, it's going to take a little bit of time. Got to get used to the car. Yeah, we we know how great of a car that Aston Martin is. I'm from last year. Yeah, and here's another one. One of my uh, favorite drivers, and and one that I'm looking out for so far in 2021. Fernando Alonso, currently out on the C4. Looks like he's doing some performance runs. Set a personal best in the first sector. He made a mistake in the second sector, so he is slower. But let's see where this time will end him up at. I'm sure that he's got more pace in that car. So he's just crossing the line now. Moves up into fourth place on that C4 tire with a 130.3. Verstappen, the only driver into the 1 minute 29s just a little bit earlier on his latest lap. I think Fernando can probably find at least two to three tenths uh, in that Alpine as he lost there in sector two. But here you can see uh, Max has set the fastest time just a couple of laps earlier with a 129.7.
Yeah, Rob, it's definitely a super bummer for Seb. Uh, hopefully he can get out before the session ends. We are coming up on officially an hour and 16 minutes left in this final day three testing session. So I, I don't know, hopefully he can at least get out there on the soft tire just to see what that AMR 21 can do in uh, in a performance condition, but it does not look good for them so far. Uh, best time. Looks like they got some sort of a more uh, serious issue going on there. Can you can you hear that if I play it? Yeah, I did hear it just before. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. Is there a way that you can uh, maybe like boost your microphone a little bit more? Oh yeah, definitely. Just I'm bit. also pretty far away from it too, so that's probably a little bit better right there. Awesome. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So we got Ricardo currently out on track at the moment. He's on the C4 tire, so it looks like we've pretty much got evening falling on the uh, Bahrain International Circuit. The floodlights are on, the cars are sparking away. Yeah, look at that. They just showed a beautiful shot of, uh, of the sunset. So the sun is just about to go down there. Fernando Alonso back in the pits as long as, as well as Max Verstappen. They might be uh, going on for another set of uh, C4s or coming out on a different program, but I'm gonna follow Daniel Ricardo's lap along here. As he looks like he's going for another... Nope, he's going into the pits as well. Yeah, I think I think Rob is right that it's a long run time. They've uh, kind of done a little bit more of the performance runs. Maybe some other teams are going to try and maybe come out on the softer tires. But uh, some pretty good lap times, though. I'm just going to show a couple of seconds of uh, Sergio Perez's time here for you guys. Hopefully uh, the YouTube copyright police won't get us. We have somebody asking if we think Perez will be better than Albon. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think he's already showing himself to uh, be a lot more comfortable in that car. I think also the changes that uh, Red Bull has made to the RB16B, in particular to that rear suspension, has given the drivers a lot more confidence and stability in the car. Um, you know, again, I think Alex Albon is a very young, talented driver. Yeah, I, I have a hard time answering this question because Albon was not a bad driver when he was at Red Bull. Um, I think the biggest thing is, like you, like like Magic says, he. The biggest thing that Red Bull need is a consistent driver. They don't need somebody overshadowing Max. Um, they need somebody that's a support role, and that's something that Albon just couldn't provide for the team. Um, it's better. I, we'll have to see. Um, as we've seen from every other driver that's come into a Red Bull seat, well, every, I mean, the two other drivers that have come into the Red Bull seat the last few years, that's a hard car to manage. Um, and we all, as we all know, we'll, we never see what we never see the full potential of the car at testing as well. Yeah. Well, here's another. Ah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say it's it's hard for me to say if he'll be better. Yeah, I, I think he's a better driver. A different question, like you said, of whether he will actually do better, though, uh, over the season. But I think that he will. Um, I'm uh, I'm very yeah. pleased to see how he's adjusted so far early 
like you said, obviously we don't see the full potential of teams during testing, but nonetheless, like just to see him comfortable in the car, you know, no spins or yep. anything like that. It's, it's yeah. good. And I agree. I think he'll be more consistent. Uh, but I think the one thing Perez will have a hard time with is getting that top five or top six position that uh, Red Bull really need for the points. I think he'll be getting them points almost every other week, almost every week. Um, but just maybe not in that those top six positions. But we'll see. That's just my prediction. Yeah, and who knows? Could be winning a couple races this year. Certainly, yep. I think he's got a few podiums in his sights. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. As Kimi Raikkonen's currently on a, another qualifying sim lap, uh, very squirrely at the exit of turn 10. So I think he's going to lose a lot of time here in sector two. Uh, he set a personal best in the first sector. It was, uh, I think, two one-hundredths of a second off of Max Verstappen's best sector one time. Yeah, he's already six-tenths down on uh, Verstappen's time. I wonder if that's an old set of the C4. Uh, he had a lot of uh, corner entry oversteer uh, heading into turn 13. He's now just rounding around the final corner. Beautiful skies so far here in Bahrain with the sun going down. It's like purple almost. And he crosses the line. He stays fifth fastest. That was a 130.7. I believe that was on a scrub set of tires. We just get the uh, timing here for you guys. Rob thinks that Checo will be tops. Is that? Yeah, I think that's what he meant to say. But yeah, I, I, I agree with that too. Um, yeah. Like top six for the championship? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find an update. Uh, I'll look at through here as to what the issue is on Fettel's uh, AMR 21. Um, but Rob says that he's uh, took the snow tires off yesterday. Uh, Shaker, have you done the same, or are you still waiting? <laughs> what, sir? Uh, he said he took off his snow tires yesterday on his uh, car. I, no, man. Snow <laughs> tires come off, like, no. Never after, ne never never during fall spring. <laughs> fall spring, yeah. I, I, I don't know about you in your area today, Chris, but uh, in my area today, it was snowing sideways um yep. yeah that's what i woke up to this morning so <laughs> <laughs> and then like by the time i got into the office it was like sunny yeah it's sunny now it's nice and sunny now but uh yeah i don't know i think that i'm gonna hold off on those winter tires yeah i also my winter tires are in storage right now because we're moving so i don't have an option <laughs> yeah i think maybe another two weeks and then uh, it'll be a little bit more safer but uh yeah you never know yeah um, I got uh, we got some trackside uh, shots here from the Haas social media team that I'm just gonna put in here for uh, you all to see. Let's uh, take a listen here to the VF21. Yeah, Alonso's doing great so far. Uh, you know, being away from a car for what two seasons, uh, like an F1 car for two seasons, and coming back to it, I think he's doing he's doing great. Um, you know, they're both uh, both the drivers are. Uh, uh, both drivers are adjusting the car really well, so it's you know to have a young and an and a old driver to, both on the grid, uh, both liking both liking the vehicle, not having much complaints about it is a good sign to see. Yeah, Magic Skate says false spring. That's how I describe Ontario to outsiders. <laughs> yep, false spring and false winter in October. <laughs> yeah. So Hamilton is uh, currently 
I think, yeah, he's out on track on a brand new set of C5 tires. So it's been a very quiet day for Mercedes so far. So let's see what type of pace Lewis Hamilton can show in comparison to the Red Bull of Verstappen and Perez. But, uh, you know, we saw Bottas yesterday sort of around this time again put in a, a fast time. Carlos Sainz has just gone ninth fastest with a 131.0 on the C2 tire. But it was sort of this time yesterday that Valtteri put in a quick lap to go top of the timing sheet. So let's see if Hamilton can do the same. Yeah, Jerry's asking, do you guys have the data? Da I always, uh, I'm like in between saying data and data. I'm not sure which is the right way to say it, but whatever. <laughs> um, do you have the data on top speeds for interest? I don't at the moment, but uh, let me look for it for you. And uh, it's not on the F1 timing website, unfortunately, but maybe I can find it uh, on Twitter for you. Let me, uh, I'll try and have a look. Well, I'm watching signs now. Oh, it looks like, oh, hold on here. Is this it? I think this might be it here, Jerry. It's showing the uh, timings. I don't know how well you can see that if I zoom out here. You can kind of see the kilometers uh, an hour and uh, sector one time there for each drivers. Ricardo, 240. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up on my other monitor here. I'll be uh, able to see it a little bit better. I was having the same issue, Miguel. Uh, if you want, I can post another link that I've uh, I'm. Um, should I just post it right on the? Uh, oh yeah, just drop it in the chat below if uh, people are looking for links. Yeah, this uh, this one's good. I've been uh, I use it for other websites, uh, other sports as well. Yeah, here, try this one here. <clears throat> Gives you a few options. I'm using the I'm using the first one there, the first link and uh seems very clean there's audio on it as well okay so this is the update here for you uh jerry i know you might not be able to see it as well on the screen just because i can't size it uh vertically but so in sector one daniel ricardo and yuki Sonoda are tied for the fastest speed trap at 244 kilometers an hour then it's followed by fernando alonso tied with max verstappen for 243 kilometers per hour and then Norris and Perez at 242 kilometers per hour. Um, sector two, where it's not that important because we don't have uh, any longer straights there. If we look sector three, for example, the long back straight, Lando Norris and the McLaren, again, topping the speed trap at 292 kilometers per hour. Uh, Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari, third fastest at 292 kilometers per hour as well. And uh, Fernando Alonso, Kimi Raikkonen, at 290 kilometers per hour. So hopefully that uh, answers your question a little bit and kind of gives you an idea of the speeds there. How much did, uh, did the clocks going forward mess you up? Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> quite a bit. I uh, I woke up at what I thought was eight o'clock, but it was nine. <laughs> yeah. 
looking at my alarm clock when I wake up. I'm like, oh, it's eight o'clock. I have a bunch of time to get ready. I thought I was going to have time to do breakfast. And then uh, it's when I was getting out of the shower at like exactly 10 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, it's daylight savings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's what I figured too. I um, I did the same. I think I woke up around, uh, you know, like 7.20 or something like that. And I was, I was planning on getting up at seven. I, I still got here for eight remarkably because, uh, you know, no traffic or anything on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, but I, I looked at it too. Like my, uh, I have another phone, like a burner phone that I just use when I'm out. And then I have my smartphone that I use for my alarm. That was in a different room charging. So I didn't hear that alarm. And then my burner phone, that didn't update automatically with the time zone. So I didn't hear that alarm either. And I was oh, just like, oh, geez. thankfully, you know, uh, I think eventually, uh, I think I was woken up too by it. But um yeah, I, I was lucky, but it just really messed me up, and I didn't even know that oh, these chime things were happening. Like, I just—I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but I feel like I heard the Canadian government, Canadian government, getting rid of daylight savings time. Well, yeah, after it would be today. about time. I—I th- I think I might be wrong. So after today, we don't have to worry about it if you live in Canada. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> All right, very interesting developments here. So Yuki Sonoda in the Alpha Tauri out on track at the moment, set the fastest first sector. He lost uh, quite a bit of time, though, however, in the second sector. He's five tenths down on Max Verstappen, but nonetheless a very strong first sector from the young Japanese rookie. And so here he goes. He's about to cross the line here. Let's see what type of laps. So we go second fastest, Yuki Sonoda. And the Alpha Tauri with a 130.5 just went second fastest on the C4 tire. I would say a very impressive lap. Very impressive lap. I uh, <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, but uh, a brand new tweet from F1 portrayed by Top Gear. Let's see what they uh, have to offer us today in terms of comedy. They Oh, damn it. Just reloaded. Hold on. All right, here we go. So this is Ferrari heading into the end of day three. Picnic over, we cruise to our overnight halt with our cars still running beautifully. Picnic over. (laughs) Oh, and what perfect timing. My live feed just uh, went into a camera shot of Carlos Sainz's car being worked on by the Ferrari mechanics. I'm ahead of you. Are you actually? I'm ahead of you. <laughs> okay, let me reload. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. I think. Uh, my hold on. I'm just trying to see. What I the just saw garage and watching Sonoda go again. So currently, my live feed is saying one zero one fifty seven fifty six fifty five fifty four. Okay, no, I'm behind you. So, guys, just for reference, uh, the session time that you see up uh, on the current live stream on YouTube is the official uh, session time. I think uh, maybe plus or minus a few seconds. And then, of course, what I just read out is the live stream that I'm watching. So, as I, I mentioned before, there's quite the uh, the difference. But, uh, Shaker, did you post the link Rob was I asking I did. I posted two links. I posted the Sports Surge one, which will give you a bunch of links. Uh, can I like highlight it? Is there a way to highlight them? I, I don't. Uh, yeah. When did you try and post it again? Because I don't see it uh, coming up in the chat. That's so weird. Um, I'll post the direct one that I'm watching, and then there's one that I have to like a bunch of different kinds of links. 
Okay, I'm gonna post it again. Why it's not? Yeah, Miha, I think that New York City is a problem. I think that's actually one of the reasons why uh, they they keep it around or whatever for business reasons or whatever uh, excuse they come up with. But yeah, it's just annoying. I, I mean, I know that they've done a bunch of like studies on how daylight savings time, you know, affects because you know you lose the hour of sleep and it leads to more car accidents or whatever the numbers are. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of a silly. Silly thing to have. I think it goes back to like World War One or two um, that that they had it. That's so weird, guys. I'm gonna maybe I'll send it to Chris and then he can post it. Okay, that's I'll, weird. Yeah, because it's not coming up, right? Yeah. Okay, give us a second there, uh, Miguel and Rob. Uh, Shaker's gonna send it to me, and uh, if I can't post it to uh, the chat, then I will um, try and at least tweet it out for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miha, it's uh, we do it here too, and it it I just I don't get it. It's dark here, anyways. It doesn't save us anymore, like daylight. Yeah, <laughs> it gets dark here at like four thirty. Anyways, like saving an extra hour isn't gonna do anything. That's not it. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I'm I'm signed in here, so let's open up the link. Just a second here, guys. Uh, just again, a, a quick thank you to all of you that have joined us uh, for the first few hours of this stream. A, a very busy stream. I think this is the busiest one so far. Thank you very much. Again, if you'd like to support the channel, you could drop a super chat below. Uh, not necessary. We just appreciate the fact that you guys are here. That is uh, enough support anyways. But uh, just if you'd like to, that option is there. And you can also find more links in the description below to directly support the Backmarkers F1 show. We are coming up on just an hour left of... 2021 winter testing and i'm about to drop the link for you guys i hope that works okay so i just dropped it into the chat i hope that that will come up for you yeah, guys I, I see it that's so weird it's like for me i posted i know yeah the thing is i saw maybe it's blocking you for whatever reason i saw your comments earlier but i just don't see the uh the actual links Oh, uh, maybe, maybe you have link posted sh shut off in chat from, uh, from, uh, viewers. Oh yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have to add you as a moderator or something. Yeah, maybe whatever. It's fine. That's so weird. Okay. Miguel's saying that he's seeing it. Yeah. So that's, and I'll, this is, this is, I'll send you a link as well chris when this is just a like if that one goes down on you or something you can use this website okay um, to check out other links so great timing here depending on where you are at in the stream uh fernando alonso currently out on track doing some more quali sim runs on the c4 soft tire he's currently slower in sector one he's about to come on to the timing loop of sector two we'll see what his times look like doesn't look like he's going to be going faster than his original lap, but that car is really sparking away that Alpine running what looks to be a lower ride height. Personal best in sector two, three tenths down on Max Verstappen's time. Using all of that horsepower of the Renault power unit down the back straight. That Alpine looks beautiful under the lights as he rounds the final corner. Beautiful exit out of 15. DRS open as he crosses the line. Let's see where he ends up. And he stays fifth fastest, five tenths down on Verstappen's time. So I'll just show you guys. This was from Alpine just a second ago of uh, 
Fernando Alonso coming out onto the track. Beautiful sounding Renault engine. Magic skates with another dono. Oh, seriously, jeez, Magic skates. Is Magic skates the richest person in Hamilton, Ontario? This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that very much. Thank you for the support, man. Really appreciate it. I will start a trend. I swear, yeah, it would be a pretty good trend. So more C4s for Hamilton too, but only good enough for P8, eight tenths off of Max Verstappen on C3. Very interesting time, but Mercedes might be on a different run plan in terms of fuel loads. Now, here we go, another trackside video. Before I get to this McLaren video, let's stick with Yuki Sonoda. Again, Yuki posting the fastest first sector, but just beaten by Kimi Raikkonen, who's gone two-tenths quicker than Max Verstappen in the first sector. That is a mighty first sector from Kimi Raikkonen. Sonoda's just coming out of the exit of turn number 10. Very smooth there. No drama, no lockups. Really good rotation. Remember, Alpha Tauri has taken parts of that Red Bull front suspension. They've opted to decline the 2020 Red Bull suspension, which is probably a good move considering how unstable it was and tricky to drive. Sonoda goes just three hundredths of a second quicker than Verstappen in the middle sector. This is going to be pretty close. So Sonoda's just coming out of the final corner. Raikkonen, personal best in the second sector as well. Damn, Yuki Sonoda just set the fastest time of the day. A 129.7, oh good enough for P1. And Kimi Raikkonen just beats him to it. The 41-year-old of Alfa Romeo, 129.7. Looks like, oh, I think, oh. one one hundredth of a second quicker than Yuki Sonoda. So we got an Alfa Romeo 1, an Alfa Tauri 2, Red Bull 3. What an exceptional lap that was from Kimi Raikkonen. I know, guys, we don't like to talk too much about lap times in winter testing, but nonetheless, I think that's an exceptional lap from Kimi Raikkonen and really stretching the legs of that Alfa Romeo, but he looks comfortable. Jeez, I'm, I'm about to watch it right now, Yuki Tsunoda's lap starting, so. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined the excitement for you. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm just looking forward to it now. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, then, I'll show you guys this uh, post uh, social post from McLaren here. Let me just uh, adjust the volume slightly. Osaka, you don't need to apologize. Don't know, don't know. You can do it. You can do it. You don't need to apologize. Um, do you think Aston is hardcore sandbagging? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not even a question. <laughs> it's the same way Mercedes is hardcore sandbagging. It's really difficult to tell with them. I just think that Things just haven't gone smoothly for them, whether that's the new Mercedes parts that they have on the car or some of their own uh, new developments with the regulations. But, uh, yeah, definitely it's more so on, on Fettel's side of the garage. I mean, Lance Stroll had a pretty solid testing all around, and he got plenty of long runs in this morning. But it's just uh, on, on Fettel's side just hasn't really gone very well. No, no, for sure. Um, Mia, I'm actually just going to get F1 TV. I'm just, just, I just didn't bother for this weekend. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I think we were talking yesterday. We're probably going to yeah. split it between the three of us with uh, Tyler McDonald as well, which, by the way, uh, if you guys are regular viewers of our podcast, uh, Tyler McDonald is another co-host of ours. Uh, he couldn't join us for the stream, unfortunately, because uh, he's working his regular job all weekend long. Uh, so we'll catch up with him. We'll probably end up doing a podcast between the three of us at some point next week previewing the season. Um, so uh, we'll catch up with him then. But, yeah, we'll probably split it between the three of us. I think, what, it's going to come out to, like, $3 per person, yeah, something like yeah. that? Sure, something like that, yeah. Um, by the way, if you guys are watching the stream that I sent you the link for, I don't know if anybody else had that meme pop up where it was a guy drinking a beer and it says, go, go fastest and you will win. This is why. I like to watch it on these kind of streams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get memes on my uh, on my on my broadcast network. Yeah, there's 25 percent off on F1 TV right now. Yeah, I, I wonder. I'm gonna try and maybe cancel it. And then <laughs> <laughs> well, because 25 percent off of uh, what 9.99 a month would be pretty solid. Yeah, I wonder if it's like you need to pay for the yearly subscription to get the 25 percent off. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on for eight months of the season. Yeah, I, I like this tweet from, from F1. It's so funny, guys. Like, if you've been watching F1 for a while, do you ever think you would have seen a tweet like this back in the Bernie Ecclestone days? But this is from the official Formula One account. Yuki goes fast as Kimmy. Hold my drink. <laughs> Good stuff. I see uh, Sergey was asking, uh, put a bunch of question marks in there. I'm not sure, Sergey, if you had asked a question earlier in the chat that we just didn't get to, maybe uh, repeat it, and then uh, we'll be able to answer it. I'm not sure what he was uh, uh, putting question marks in for. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm, we missed a question. Rob says, don't you have trouble with F1 TV? Uh, honestly, Rob, I've been using F1 TV for these live streams the last three days. Uh, funny enough, when I first log on to it in the morning before I go live on YouTube, there was a lot of buffering issues. But since then, it's been very smooth and I've had no problems so far here. Um, but that's just in my particular area. Well, this is a very interesting tweet here, guys. Uh, this is from the Lights Out F1 blog on Twitter. Uh, they're a great, great account that uh, you should check out. Raikkonen's lap time is 0.044 seconds faster than his time in qualifying for the 2020 Bahrain Grand Prix. So there's a great indication of the gains made from Alfa Romeo. And uh, again, I don't think maybe uh, Alfa's probably got that Ferrari power unit turned up all the way. So uh, good signs for, for Kimi and Alfa. Jerry says, "Just imagine if we had Russell next to Hamilton in that Merc. Man, that would be that would be my ex uh, Christmas dream." I really happened, but I just don't think he's ready yet. George Russell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's my personal opinion. I mean, I think he's ready for the seat. I don't think that he'd be ready to challenge Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yes, that's, I, I, that's what I mean. I okay, think he's okay, ready yeah, for the I seat. agree. I yeah. don't mean he's ready to challenge Hamilton. <laughs> Saka yeah. says, quiet day for Giovinazzi. I believe he was. Yeah, no, so he wasn't in the car today, I don't think. Hold on, let me just check. I'm not sure if Alfa Romeo are splitting days today. 
Yeah, so that's because uh, Antonio Giovinazzi was not in the car this morning. Kimi Raikkonen has got the full duties for today. That's why uh, you're not seeing anything from Antonio Giovinazzi. He had a very solid day yesterday on day two of testing, however. So we got Lewis Hamilton currently out on the C4. He's going setting personal bests in sector one and two. Nothing purple yet. He's currently eighth at the moment, about to cross the line. Only moves up to seventh fastest. Let me give you guys here the uh, updated lap times, which you haven't seen in a while. So only goes seventh fastest. Still six tenths off of Kimi Raikkonen. Guys, Alfa Romeo world champions confirmed. <laughs> George Russell goes ninth fastest on a set of C4s, a 130.6 for him. Slots just in behind Charles Leclerc and uh, ahead of his good friend Lando Norris. Ooh, plenty of uh, smoke uh, or exhaust gas coming out of the back of Hamilton's Mercedes power unit. You know, I'll say I'm, I'm still uh, a bit surprised that here we are, day three of testing, and I've yet to see Hamilton really comfortable in that car just yet. I think that's very, very interesting. All right, for all the Dutch fans out there, Max Verstappen back out on track. He's just starting his flying lap on a set of C3s. It'll be interesting to see here with under an hour left to go whether this is going to be a qualifying-type run on a harder medium tire or if it's going to be somewhat of a longer race stint. Rob says Mick should be in the alpha. Yeah, I think I said that yesterday too. I wish he would have uh, teamed up with Kimi Räikkönen and that would have been an awesome partnership. Uh, Miha says, do you know Alfa Romeo is actually a Swiss team? Yes, yes, I do, because uh, Sauber was a, a Swiss team, and, I mean, that team is essentially still the same, uh, just with the Alfa Romeo branding. And uh, I believe Kimi Raikkonen also lives in uh, Switzerland, uh, as well as Sebastian Vettel lives in Switzerland. <coughs> Excuse me. So Verstappen setting, oh, personal best in uh, Sector 1. He just went wide out the exit of Turn 12. And he lost a tenth of a second there to Kimi Raikkonen. Other than that, he might have actually been able to go quicker. As uh, Verstappen's just coming out of the final corner, let's see what type of lap times he can do here on that medium tire. Wow, Max Verstappen goes quickest on the C3 medium tire, sets a 129.733. Versus Kimi's 129.766. So really just a couple thousands of a second here. And it was, oh, okay. Oh, I see what happened. So Verstappen on the entry to 11 was coming up on some lapped traffic. And uh, seems like he got affected by the dirty air and ended up running wide there on the exit of 11. Other than that, I think he would probably would have been a comfortable 10th or two ahead of Raikkonen. But nonetheless, still went quicker. Yeah, so uh, Saka, I'll get you an update on Valtteri Bottas. So this morning, he uh, he had the AM session duties for Mercedes. He was able to put in 84 laps, which was third most out of any driver in the AM session. It was good for seventh place with a 132.4. Uh, Mercedes were doing a lot more race sims and longer runs in the AM sessions. 
So that's why uh, he didn't really do very many performance runs in the morning. But uh, it was a solid session. I think uh, Valtteri was a little bit more comfortable in the car than he was in the first two days. And more so doing those 84 laps was a positive for Mercedes and Bottas because of the time that he missed in the AM session on, uh, on Friday due to the gearbox issues. So that is the update on Valtteri. Uh, they're currently showing uh, Ferrari Garage at the moment. Looks like Carlos Sainz is done for the day. He's out of the car talking with his dad, Carlos Sainz Sr., and Charles Leclerc. Daniel Ricciardo is currently out on the track still. I think he is on the C2 tire. Yeah, he's on the C2. Where are you uh, at at your stream there, uh, Shaker? I'm just watching the, the Max's uh, lap there. Okay. I just finished it. Okay, let's do a uh, Twitter update here. Yeah, this was uh, just a picture here posting from Chris Medlin just from earlier. George Russell setting his time of ninth, eight-tenths off of uh, what was Raikkonen at the time. That's now uh, Verstappen leading the pack. <laughs> yeah. So Max with a 129.7 on the C3s. <laughs> That's a great meme. Yeah, the Williams on board does look pretty good, Magic Skates. Just mm -hmm. looking at it again. That's what I'm saying is, like, the, the FW43B looks good in certain angles. Uh, and then other angles, it just looks a little odd. But, uh, yeah, it looks good from the onboard. And, oh, Sonoda just goes fastest. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I was uh, missing uh, watching tweets. Yuki Sonoda just goes fastest once again. He's out on the C4 tire. Um, let me just get you guys the lap time real quick. That's a mighty impressive lap. Sonoda, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, and Tim Haraney was telling us this yesterday, Shaker, that Sonoda has been incredibly impressive so far mm -hmm. in the season. And I think that he's currently living up to the hype that uh, was surrounding him entering 2021. And uh, he's certainly living up to it. But uh, I, I really like Yuki as a personality too. And uh, if you guys didn't see our teammate tail the tape video on alpha tower he's just like a really nice quiet young kid but also like really funny and honest uh he was talking about how the fact that he's like uh they asked him about transitioning from living in japan to obviously in england and then in italy because that's a, a it's a big cultural difference coming from mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know east uh, in asia there in japan going into europe and he was just like you know some people would be a little bit more diplomatic or politically correct and you could yuki just came out and said you know what like i, I just don't like english food at all it's like english food sucks but he's like i do like italian food though and cuisine so uh, i guess it's uh it's better for him that he's working for an italian team now but uh yeah <laughs> good good so far from uh, from sonoda in that performance yuki looks like he's 12 years old says rob yeah <laughs> yeah seriously he looks very, very young. That's what's crazy, right? You like think some of these drivers are actually older than us. Yeah, it's true, right? 
All right, let's actually see uh, Yuki Tsunoda here coming out of the pits. This was just a few minutes ago before he set the fastest lap of the session. So that was Sonoda coming out on track just a few minutes earlier. I think, believe he's still out on track at at, uh, at the moment. That I feel like that would be the job that I'd want is to just this guy right here in the front, just walking out into the pit lane and do, doing the traffic work. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a good point. I actually didn't even think about this. Our youngest driver goes P1, and then the oldest driver goes P1 too. Uh, this was a few moments ago earlier when uh, Sonoda and Kimi Raikkonen traded fastest laps. I mean, what's like what is it more than twenty years between them? I think. Pretty. Sure. How, how old? I think Kimi's forty-one, right? Yeah, Kimi's forty-one. Sonoda's like what, eighteen, seventeen? Somebody was asking about an update on Sebastian Vettel. I don't believe we have one just yet. Um, oh, yeah. The last, sorry, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say Yuki's twenty, so yeah, double the age. Wow. Yeah, no updates yet, guys, on what the problem was with uh, Sebastian Vettel. It seems like it's something to do with uh, either the power unit or gearbox again, but it looked like it had something to do with the engine, just uh, where the mechanics were working at the time. Oh, this is there's actually another video I wanted to show you guys. So uh, we mentioned off the top of the show, uh, of course, the the sad news yesterday that uh, legendary F1 commentator uh, Murray Walker had passed away, and it completely slipped my mind until now. Uh, I wanted to play this video for everybody as kind of a a nice little tribute here. This was uh, an interview they did with uh, Jeremy Clarkson. I don't know if this was on Top Gear, um, but uh, this was an excellent video just to showcase uh, just how great Murray was and. Just the fact that he could pretty much just commentate anything, as uh, you'll see from this clip over here. And we've got a clip here of some snooker. And I'd like you to give it the, the Murray Walker treatment, Can I stand okay? up? Because I always stand No, up. no, do by all means stand. By all means. Young Can we Jeremy run Clarkson. this clip then and, and let's have Murray's interpretation the of Murray it. Walker and here we are, that's Ronnie O'Sullivan and this man is absolutely sensational. He's using the special high grip chalk on his cue and that cue itself is a very high tech piece of equipment. Now watch him, which ball is he going to hit? He's going to hit the white ball and he's going to hit straight on the yellow ball and back goes the cue and slam! He's missed it! He's missed it! Uh, just a small little clip there. I found that was going around uh, online yesterday, and I wanted to show that to everybody. Uh, yeah, that was just legendary. That's when you know you were a very great commentator was when uh, you could comment pretty much anything, whether it's grass growing or uh, or Formula One. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, some sad news that, that we got at the end of yesterday. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have any positive memories of, uh, of Murray, like I said at the top of the show, it was uh, he had retired by the time uh, I started watching F1. 
but uh, obviously was the original voice of Formula One, and uh, everybody knows him very well. So yeah, just uh, if you got any uh, positive memories of him or, or stories, just uh, share them in the chat. As uh, we get back to the action on track, it is Yuki Tsunoda is just setting another fastest first sector. He locks up going into turn number 10, so that might affect his lap time a little bit. Let's, uh, let's see what the sector two times are going to be. Using all of the exit there on turn 11, Yuki looks very, very comfortable in the AT02. Two tenths up on his previous lap time, but it's not as good as his first one because of the lockup there into turn 10, but I still think he'll be going quicker on this lap. As Sonoda rounds the final corner, DRS open. And yes, Yuki Sonoda does improve. He stays first fastest, going three-tenths quicker with a 129.2, four-tenths up on Max Verstappen's best lap time. So again, Alpha Tauri showing great pace. Of course, we don't know. Uh, they might be running some very uh, low fuel loads, but nonetheless, still, I think uh, for the young rookie Sonoda, very, very good showing so far in, uh, in this session. Yeah, Mur Murray commenting on uh, Gilles versus uh, PK. Yeah, I, I remember that battle. I saw those clips going around too. There's so many legendary moments in F1 that has been voiced by uh, Murray Walker, so that will live for forever. But what a time from Yuki Tsunoda. I think I saw a comment earlier saying uh, which uh, which rookie will be more impressive or, or, or which rookie are you treating for more will be Mick or Sonoda. I think it will just be Sonoda just from the fact that the Alpha Tauri car will be a lot better. Uh, for, for him to drive and will be more adaptable for a rookie versus uh, Mick Schumacher who might struggle to get the results out of uh, what is uh, going to be a, probably a difficult has to drive. So Lewis Hamilton also out on the C4 tire looking like he's doing some performance runs as well. He's three tenths down in the first sector on Yuki Tsunoda's time. Very interesting as we uh, come up on a half hour left of 2021 winter testing. I don't think many people would have predicted to see an Alpha Tauri 1, Red Bull 2, and Alpha Romeo top 3 uh, with just a half an hour to go in winter testing. But Lewis Hamilton just set a personal best in the second sector. He's still four tenths down on Sonoda's best time. I think this time should move Hamilton up, though, however, from 7th, where he is currently. And Lewis Hamilton moves up into 4th place with a 130.02. Still uh, 7 tenths down on uh, Yuki Tsunoda's time. So, yeah, very, very interesting times uh, as we wrap up this session. I don't know, Shaker, if you're seeing the, the replays, it might come to you in a, in a couple moments' time. But they keep replaying uh, Lewis's W12 out of the exit of one of the corners, and his engine's really smoking a lot at the back. Yeah, I, I have seen a couple of clips of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Maybe they're having some issues again. 
it could just be maybe uh, with whatever engine settings they're running uh, and maybe just uh, how much they're harvesting uh, of the MGUH exhaust gases. And uh, I think they can uh, also manipulate how the, the turbo wastegates are open and closed. So um, that could just be it. But I'm just totally speculating and pretending like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so Science is back out on track. I thought that he was going to be done for the day, but he's back out on the C3 medium tire. I actually have to head out, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I have to. Uh, I have another Zoom meeting at twelve. All right, no problem. <laughs> All right, well, Shaker man, thanks for joining me for uh, these couple two days on the streams. Everybody, uh, say goodbye uh, to Shaker as uh, he's going to leave us for the moment, and I will take you guys home for the final half hour. And uh, yeah, I think that we're going to uh, probably reconnect with the three of us for uh, a podcast next week. Absolutely, kind of do a refresher. But yes, I'm sorry I can't stay longer, guys. I've got another Zoom meeting. Um, but yes, it was great, uh, great coming in for the hour and I hope you guys enjoy these last, uh, 30, 30 minutes with Chris and he'll take you out with it. All right, man. Appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. See you later guys. Oh, sorry about that guys. Uh, just a transition here. I will update the uh, timer in just a second. That was uh, shaker Barty who just joined us there and uh, I will take you guys out for the final half an hour of testing. Okay, so we just have to update the uh, timing session here. So what do you guys think so far of this final session? I mean, it's been uh, very interesting to say the least uh, to see which teams are, are really kind of uh, at the front, at the uh, front of the timing screens here. It's... Uh, I did not expect to see Yuki Sonoda there. I, I'll, I'll definitely tell you that. Okay, I think the time should be updated now. But yeah, I just saw a comment earlier from Rob saying, you pretend well, Chris. Yeah, I definitely try. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Yuki surprising everybody, though, that's for sure. Um, but it's, it's a positive surprise. I'm just, I, I guess, surprising in a way, too, just how comfortable he's been uh, just right away in the car as a rookie. Um, I think that's been probably one of the most impressive things about him. Because usually we, we expect the rookies to take you know, a, a couple of races, quarter half a season to be able to be on the pace uh, as his, you know, more experienced teammate, but he's kind of looks like he's right up there at the moment. So currently Max Verstappen is out on track on another set of the C4 tires. So it looks like we got more performance runs coming out to uh, finish the day, which is nice. Give us some uh, good action here. So he set a personal best in the first sector. 
He's gone purple in the second sector, so that's been one area that he's struggled so far on his fast laps, but it looks like he's made the improvements there now. He's just rounding out the final corner. Very good exit out of 15. I think this will be a fast lap for him. It indeed is. He goes three-tenths quicker than Yuki Tsunoda with the 128.9. Verstappen, the first driver into the 1 minute 28 so far in this 2021 winter testing. So Verstappen set the fastest. Oh, not anymore. Yuki Tsunoda set the fastest third sector. That, that's another impressive thing, too, about Sonoda, just steadily improving. Had the fastest first sector, now he's got the fastest third sector, so he's learning very quickly and uh, is able to really, really maximize the performance out of that ATO2. So yeah, Verstappen was a 1 minute 28 on the C4 compound, so Yuki Sonoda just 0.093 seconds off of Verstappen's best time there. So that's uh, that's quite impressive. So it'll be interesting to see if Verstappen tries to go for uh, another lap here just to cool down and then uh, go for one more again. Still, I'm curious to see what you guys think. I mean, here we are. Coming up on 25 minutes left in the session. There you go. Just got the camera back as well. Almost forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so just 25 minutes left in the session of 2021 testing. Three days in. And we can honestly say that we really haven't seen Mercedes uh, show us something that's uh, typical of a, of a Mercedes performance. Sure, Valtteri was the quickest on day two in the PM session. But, um, you know, still we haven't seen Lewis Hamilton at the top of the timing screens yet. He's down there currently in fourth place with a solid lap. But still, at the end of the day, it doesn't seem like Lewis is all that happy with the performance and the balance of the car. You know, obviously, uh, I, as I said many times throughout this stream, I still think they're going to be favorites for the championship. But nonetheless, I think that the improvements that Red Bull have made have, uh, have proven to be legit. And uh, they could be a little bit closer to Mercedes than they were in 2020, which is great news for the fans. But, uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see what you guys think about uh, Mercedes' 2021 winter testing. It certainly has not gone smooth for them uh, so far in, uh, in these three days. So just reading that Rob was saying that Yuki was on the prototypes as well. Oh, I did not see that he was on the prototypes. So that's, that's a really handy lap then. Yeah, just trying to see if, uh, I think this was it on his fastest lap. Yeah, Rob says, remember Mercedes two years ago, seemed slow in testing, smoked everyone first race, not holding my breath. Yeah, I believe that you were uh, talking about uh, 2019. Yeah, no, I obviously, you know, uh, again, like I said, they're still probably going to be the favorites. But I think the difference with that was uh, they had a lot more days in 2019. I believe it was six days of running then. 
and they were able to work out a lot of those issues. Like they haven't got as much running as they have in previous years. I believe, uh, you know, like Alfa Romeo is still topping the lap charts. Uh, you know, uh, McLaren are close there behind uh, as well as Alfa Romeo. So I don't think they've gotten as many laps as, as they did. But I think that uh, I just probably haven't seen Lewis Hamilton this uh, sort of unhappy with the balance of his car in quite some time. Um, but I, again, I believe that Mercedes are going to make some adjustments before we hit the first race in Bahrain. And that will be the real test, right? When the cars line up for qualifying, it'll be interesting to see just how much performance they can get out of it. But I, I certainly think the gap will be a little bit closer between Red Bull and Mercedes uh, than it was in 2020 at the very least. So it looks like whatever issues Carlos Sainz had, uh, he had uh, some sort of hydraulic problems. Um, those issues seem to be fixed. He was just back out on track. Yeah, maybe I'm just trying to be optimistic about the Mercedes performance, guys, but... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be uh, something different for, for this season. But I, I, whoa, and there we go. There we just see a spin from Lewis Hamilton coming out of the final corner. I don't know, guys. That, that, that doesn't look like sandbagging to me. I just, I genuinely think that Hamilton is just not happy with the balance of that W12 and the setup. But uh, that's, that's rare. I mean, how many times did we see that in 2020? I can't even remember when we did. But let's see what happened to him. Coming into 15, looks like he hit the apex and then, wow, very strange. It looks like right away as soon as he got onto the power, the back end just slipped out on him. Yeah, that's very, very strange. It's almost similar to a way of Nicholas Latifi spin yesterday when the anti-stall kicked in and it was just kind of like pulling the handbrake effect. But that that just looked very violent. So I don't know if that was possibly the anti-stall kicking in. Um, I don't think that the wind is that much that it could uh, spin the car around like that. Uh, for the Fettel and uh, the Aston Martin fans out there, for anybody who's curious, here's an update. Uh, his day is obviously finished, and uh, he says that Aston Martin does not know what the problem is yet. So... Uh, that is very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. I think that though the Aston Martin team will not be happy with their 2021 testing. And certainly their new driver won't be happy with their testing as well. And the fact that they don't know what the issue is, is, uh, is a little bit of a concern, that's for sure. But uh, I'll see if there's uh, any update before we go off the air as to what the problem was. Uh, Vettel was able to at least complete 56 laps today. He had a best lap time of a 1.350, which puts him second last uh, in front of his teammate, Lance Stroll. Yeah, I'm sure Vettel is pissed. I, I just think it's probably disappointing for him. Like He was just hoping to get off to, to this new chapter in his career off a really positive start and a positive front. But uh, just wasn't able to do it. And I said that this was kind of going to be the story of testing that, you know, we're not so much looking into the lap times. We're just looking more at the teams that can run smoothly without any issues and just gather as much information and data as possible. And Aston Martin has been one of those teams that hasn't been able to do that as Carlos Sainz just goes third quickest on that C4 tire. He sets a 129.6. Solid lap from Sainz. Good. It, this is nice from Ferrari. Uh, a good way to end 
um, the the 2021 testing session. Yeah, they're just replaying that Hamilton spin again. That is a very very strange spin. Mazepin almost ran into him. Yeah, Russell did put in a pretty good lap there. He's currently sitting at... Oh, where is Russell? Oh, there he is. He's right behind uh, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's looking at that seat pretty closely there. He's in sixth place on that uh, C5 tire, the prototype. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are listening. Uh, I'm not listening into the commentary of the official stream. Uh, if they're saying what the issue was on uh, on Hamilton's spin there, but it just it just looked very very violent um, with that spin. So it's almost it just looks like somebody uh, pulled the handbrake on him. So apparently it was a gear shift problem for Carlos Sainz that kept him in the garage. As Hamilton is just crossing this line, he is on the C5 prototype, and yeah, he's uh, 1.29 seconds off. Yeah, one yes, 1.29 seconds off the pace of Max Verstappen. Just under 20 minutes to go here in 2021 testing. Thank you very much, everybody, for being along with the stream. I will say it again as a reminder: we do have the uh, live stream winter testing giveaway contest available. Very simple way to enter. So we're going to be giving away uh, a Kimi Raikkonen mug. We're going to be giving away a Mick Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel coaster. Uh, the driver coasters look a, a little bit like this. This is a Carlos Sainz one from last season. Um, that uh, I'm sure I have a couple extras of these two that we'll probably give away in the next months to come. And uh, we're going to be putting all that into a nice little prize pack to give away to one of our lucky fans. Very simple way to answer and excuse me, very simple way to enter after this video is done processing. It usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes after the live stream is finished. Head back into the comment section and comment your top three drivers championship predictions. Uh, if you want an extra entry, you can go into yesterday's video, the day two live stream and do the exact same thing. I'll uh, reply to your comment just to make sure that you're entered. We're going to throw all the names into a hat next week, pick out a lucky win or random winner, and then uh, we'll contact you back in the comments section to organize uh, shipping to wherever you are in the world. So go ahead and do that after the live stream is finished. Good luck to you all. And uh, once again, uh, we can't thank you enough for all the support in these uh, three days of the live streams and uh, hopefully many more ahead. So Fernando Alonso currently back out on track. He is uh, currently sitting ninth. <clears throat> excuse me, currently sitting ninth in the timing screens, but he is on a set of C4 tires. And I believe that he is on a flying lap at the moment. I am just not seeing the uh, timing showing up. So just coming out of the final corner now. Oh, no, and Fernando is coming back into the pit. So it might have just been... Uh, a practice start procedure line. Let's see if he goes all the way back to the end of the pit lane. And he will be boxing this lap and just, uh, yeah, no. They're putting back uh, the C3 tires onto Alonzo's car, but I'm not sure if they're going to send him out again. 
So here's somewhat of an update uh, on the, the AMR21 problem. Uh, initial investigation says it's a loss of boost pressure, but Seb said it's not entirely sure yet. So I'm, sh I'm assuming that that has something to do with then the engine, um, but I'm not exactly sure. So that's the initial investigation. I'm sure if you guys uh, go up on Twitter in the hours following testing, you might be able to find out what the exact issue was. So Hamilton currently back in the garage. I think uh, with, let's see, less than 15 minutes to go, that will most likely be it for him in this testing session. Uh, Max Verstappen is still out on track on the C4 tires. Got a question there from Tina asking, did Stroll do any laps on the softs? Yeah, let me just check that for you here. Uh, I can change it to the tire history. So I have to go all the way down to the bottom. So Lance Stroll in the AM session looks like he did two runs on the soft tire. One that was uh, 17 laps and the other by the looks of it that was five laps. So uh, Aston Martin earlier this morning were doing a lot more uh, race runs and long run simulations. So uh, I think that was uh, doing one on the softer compound. The tire did 17 laps there on one of his stints, but didn't do any performance runs, of course, evident by the fact that he's got the slowest time so far in this day three session. And then, of course, Fettel was uh, unable to, to set anything meaningful either. So that's kind of your tire history, guys, you can see there. Uh, so currently Verstappen on the soft. We got uh, Sonoda on the soft. He's doing his outlap at the moment. Carlos Sainz is back out doing an outlap on the soft. So it looks like we're still going to get some quick times to finish out the day. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Did you say turbo? <laughs> yeah. Well, the rumors are, I think, that uh, Ferrari's got the split turbo engine now that Mercedes and Honda have made popular, but I don't know if that has been confirmed yet. Oh, and this is going to compromise Verstappen's lap time here as Mazepin was just coming out of the pits and entering into turn two. It will be interesting to see here what the first sector split is. Runs fairly wide on turn four, but we're seeing a lot of drivers do that. Yeah, he's down two tenths to uh, his best time there. I think that he might have lost that uh, just with uh, Mazepin in his way coming out of the pit lane. Very smooth through turn 10. Good rotation on that RB16. No lockups. Let's see what the Sector 2 split will be. Max has been running fairly wide there on the exit of 11. Just struggling to uh, rotate the car a little bit into that corner. I think that's where, I think that's been where he's been kind of struggling sort of the most. Uh, on his previous lap, he he had a much better run there uh, through Sector 2. But I don't think that he'll be improving on his current lap at the moment. Yeah, and it looks like he's backed off too as well, uh, coming out of the final corner. Yeah, they're just showing the replay there. Mazepin definitely compromised uh, Verstappen's lap there. I think that he was too focused and uh, wasn't able to get as tight of an apex into Turn 1 as he would have liked because Mazepin was uh, on the inside of that corner there. So 
probably a bit disappointing there for Max because I think he would have maybe liked to see uh, an improvement in his lap time there. He is still currently leading the session. Yeah, Magic Skate says, I really hope AMR and Seb can make the season better than testing. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, obviously, we can't write them off just yet as, uh, as you know, we can't do that with any team, really. Uh, let's just see how they turn up in Bahrain. I mean, this track should suit the car pretty well. Obviously, it's good for, uh, it's a power-sensitive circuit, so it should be well, could do well for the team because of the Mercedes power unit. But the if you look at, you know, Sergio Perez, for example, last year in the Racing Point, which is in uh, you know this car the AMR 21 is an evolution of uh, Sergio Perez was running in third place at the Bahrain Grand Prix last year until he had that engine failure and of course won the Sakir Grand Prix which was a different track layout but nonetheless still at this same venue so the track the track should suit their car car characteristics but they just haven't had excuse me they haven't had a very smooth uh, day one two <laughs> or three really. So uh, it's been uh, disappointing so far considering the hype that they had. I know I'm disappointed because I was one of the ones that uh, hyped them the most. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's still early on in the season. But I think at the moment, if you're looking at the midfield, uh, put McLaren up there as uh, leading the Formula 1.5 championship. As Red Bull are looking to do a practice pit stop here. Oh, thank you very much, Magic Skates. Another super chat. Probably shouldn't, but I want to support what I like. I really appreciate that. Um, very good to hear that you guys enjoyed the stream. And, of course, the super chats are much appreciated. A lot of sparks coming off there off the wheel rim as Verstappen goes back out. So thank you very much for the support, and uh, I'm glad that you guys enjoy this channel. Uh, just to maybe I'll run through a quick update here as uh, we go through the final 10 minutes here of the session. Like I said, I'm going to be trying to uh, put together a video kind of summarizing testing within the next couple days, hopefully out by early next week. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, which I'm curious, let me know what you think of the, of the video idea, kind of going along the lines of after the three days of testing, are we more optimistic or less optimistic about the upcoming season? Uh, again, my, my feeling is more toward that. I'm actually pretty optimistic about this season in terms of more competition for the official championship and just more competition all around the grid because it seems like every team, with the exception of maybe Haas, has been improving so far. So I think that's sort of the direction that I'm going to go uh, along the, with with that video. And uh, hopefully I can get that out for you guys for next week. And then following that, um, we're probably going to do a uh, our first Backmarkers F1 show podcast of the season, kind of previewing the 2021 season and then looking ahead to the first race in Bahrain. And uh, just to, lastly, another thing that I wanted to just put out there for the, you guys that are in the chat, whether you guys are regular subscribers or just joining us for the first time on these streams, uh, let me know if you got any content ideas or things that you'd like to see throughout the season. I've got a pretty good idea of what type of content uh, we're going to do uh, post-race, um, you know, kind of uh, the, the feature videos that you've been seeing in the last couple of months. But I'm still trying to kind of figure out what to do before the races. I know I did a couple of uh, feature or preview videos last year, which I think that were okay, but I'd like to do something that's maybe a little bit uh, more condensed, uh, something that's easier to put together. But I'm just curious, maybe uh, if you guys have any thoughts or, or any ideas yourself. I mean, obviously, uh, we are making this content for you guys and for ourselves as well. So uh, what better way than to just ask the fans directly uh, about what they want to see? So, yeah, just drop it in the chat. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, let's uh, get back to now. We got 10 minutes to go in the session. I think uh, my uh, session timer is just a little bit uh, further ahead there. My stream is is behind.
As you see, Valtteri Bottas is currently in the Mercedes garage, just watching uh, the action out on track, watching his teammate Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Damn caps, yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks guys for the suggestions here. Yeah, tracks and info, pre-race prediction. Yeah, rating liveries. Yeah, I think that we'll probably be talking about the liveries uh, in our podcast. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do uh, sort of a race livery or uh, a livery podcast opinion video. But uh, yeah, streams before the races, I think that's something that we'll look into for sure. Magic Skates. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to look at maybe doing it. Oh, and again, like Lewis Hamilton just running so wide on turn four. The car just does not want to turn in on him. And the back end just trying to get away from him. That, that W12 just looks like such a handful for Hamilton. Um, but yeah, we'll probably do them maybe for more races that are sort of time friendly for us and not like a, you know, 6 a.m. qualifying start or something like that. Um, but definitely I'd like to do these uh, watch alongs for a free practice session or a qualifying session. Um, yeah, pre-race predictions. That's that's something that uh, I've thought of as well. I'm curious how many of you play F1 Fantasy. That's been another idea I've kind of thrown around uh, to do with some sort of a, a feature series on uh, F1 Fantasy, like we create our own league. And then every week come out with a video on sort of just some tips on uh, which drivers and teams to pick and then just doing an update on the standings. So that's another idea we had as Hamilton again running wide off of uh, the exit of 14. This time Nikita Mazepin gets out of the way. A very, very scruffy lap though from Hamilton. I believe he is out on the C4 tire. It looks like a scrub set, a U set of that C4 tire. He's 1.3 seconds off. The pace uh, just set a 130.3. Yeah, so that was a new set of C5s, but uh, that that's interesting, though. So it's a new set of C5s, according to uh, Chris Medlin's tweet here. But uh, he was pushing definitely on that lap, but did not, did not uh, play very, very well uh, in his hands. Very, very scruffy lap. They're going to show the replay here. Yeah, it was, it was the turn into turn four. It looks like he got some mid-corner oversteer out of the back end and had to correct it, but ran very, very wide. There's still a lot of sand out there uh, on the exit of uh, turn four. Yeah, I, I still find that very interesting, just uh, struggling a lot, which uh, we don't normally see from Lewis Hamilton. I think kind of, you know at the moment, Valtteri seemed a lot more comfortable in the car than, uh, than Lewis does. It might be all that Finnish rallying that he did uh, in the preseason that helped him uh, with this car. Okay, yeah, so you guys uh, do, you know, not, not too much into the fantasy. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not a big fantasy player either for, for any, uh, any sports. Um, and that's the thing. That's more something that uh, Tyler, for example, uh, knows a lot more. But, uh, no, I, I appreciate that feedback. That's good to know then in that case, so... Yeah, you know, I, I was just thinking for, for the races, you know, we could do just some sort of condensed preview where you get all all the information that you need to know about the races in one sort of short video in terms of, uh, you know, when, when the race starts, uh, all the news heading into the race weekend, the tire allocations, all that type of stuff, just something to, to give it a little bit of a preview. But I do like the idea of doing more of these live streams because I tend to like to do more stuff live as, uh, you know, I, I enjoy the editing of the videos. But obviously, editing is uh, pretty time-consuming, and it's I haven't reached that point yet. Like some other channels that can really uh, get videos out very, very quickly, um, and I also like to take my time with editing to make sure everything is uh, well put together 
and uh, not just rushing and throwing things together. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the feedback for that. As we uh, are under five minutes left in this session. As Lewis Hamilton comes into the pits, but he does a straight drive through, I believe. Let's see if he'll do a practice start here. Nope, no practice start, so he's back out onto the track. I might have missed. He might have put on uh, another set of tires, but I don't believe that he did. He did not improve on his final time. So let's see if we can provide you guys with an update of who else is still out on the track with uh, less than five minutes to go here officially. Guys, stick around for another 10 or 20 minutes or so after the stream. We're just going to quickly go through some of the lap time numbers and just overall thoughts on uh, what is the final day of testing and, and just a quick uh, weekend wrap up. Because we've got uh, a lot of things to go through. We'll also just look at some of the lap counts as well here. But I think that this was a very interesting day. Very, very interesting in, in comparison to the first two days that we've had. So Lewis is currently out on the C5, C4 prototype tire. It is not a new set. It is uh, an older set. Only three laps old though, however. Let's see if we have anything new from the teams uh, through Instagram here. So Hamilton's just starting a, another flying. Oh, no, he's coming back into the pits. Okay. See what we got from uh, McLaren here and Ricardo. I believe this is a practice pit stop. Very nice and smooth. I would guess that that's like a 2.3 seconds, I would say. McLaren, uh, as a team, have done a pretty good job in improving their uh, pit stop times as well. They're definitely not uh, up there with Red Bull or Williams at the moment, but I think they're probably one of the top ones in the top five for sure. So I think my official timer here on the stream is just a little bit ahead, but uh, we are definitely coming up to uh, about less than two minutes left in 2021 preseason testing. As Max Verstappen still out on track at the moment on the yellow sidewall C3 tire. He is currently leading this session. If it currently stands at the moment, I believe he will uh, have led or finished the day uh, in number one in P1 in two of the sessions. I believe he was P1 in uh, the PM session of day one and then uh, P1 here on the PM session of day three. <laughs> Magic Skate says... Uh, this is my first year not being a diehard Ferrari fan, I think, uh, and it replied to some of the previous comments there. Yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't call myself a diehard Ferrari fan, but I was definitely cheering on uh, Vettel and Ferrari in the last couple of seasons to uh, to win the championship. But uh, yeah, this season, I'm uh, I'm not really, uh, I, I don't know, I've just kind of grown, uh, grown out of Ferrari in the last couple of days, or last couple of years from uh, how they've handled things there. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely cheering on Aston Martin personally, but uh, I mean, decent day for Ferrari. I think it's good for them to finish off a very solid uh, day three of testing here with Carlos Sainz currently uh, still out on track at the moment, but he probably won't improve. So he'll finish in third place with 78 laps on the board compared to his teammate who uh, did 80 laps this morning 
and did a 130.4. Obviously, the drivers that compete in the PM session are going to have uh, much better track conditions. But that is it, guys. The official uh, timing is over. And that is a wrap for 2021 Formula One preseason testing in Bahrain. And a very, very interesting three days of testing indeed. And I think that this final day was one uh, for us fans as probably the most intriguing. But let's go through uh, the final classification on day three and what was a very exciting PM session here. So in P1, we have the Red Bull of Max Verstappen, who set his best time of a 128.9 and completed 64 laps here in this PM session. Followed by a surprise, which really came as a surprise to many, Yuki Tsunoda of the Alpha Tauri, a 129.0, only 9 one-hundredth of a second off of Max Verstappen's time. He completed 91 laps this morning. So Alpha Tauri continuing their strong run of form and reliability um, and completing well north over 100 laps today between the two drivers. Carlos Sainzen in the Ferrari, third place with a 129.6. He's uh, six-tenths off the pace, was able to complete 79 laps. Like I said before, a very strong day for Ferrari, much better than day one and day two. And Sainz seems a lot more comfortable in the car than he did in the first two days of running. And then another surprise, we got young versus old in terms of Sonoda in second. And they were exchanging laps with Kimi Raikkonen, uh, who was P1 for a short little while. But he finishes the day in fourth and has done a mega stint for Alfa Romeo on his own today, completing 165 laps of running in the AM and the PM session. So very, very smooth there. Lewis Hamilton in fifth, struggling a lot, a lot in this PM session. Uh, we had to wait an hour to see him out on the track. And when he did, was really never able to find the rhythm on uh, any one of the tires, really. But when he came out in the last hour or so on the C4 and C5 prototype tires, Hamilton was struggling quite a bit, uh, especially in turn four and in turn 15, where he had quite the spin uh, once he got the power down on the W12. So he does not seem happy with the balance of the car. Uh, seems like the car is understeering in some of the slower speed corners and in the high speed corners. The rear end looks very twitchy, similar to that of the Red Bull last year. So that's something that uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for. But uh, definitely a surprise to see him down in fifth and not so happy with the performance. George Russell, a very solid run of form for Williams in these last two days, completing 158 laps, and he had a time good enough for a 130.1. Interestingly enough, <laughs> only uh, a tenth away from uh, Lewis Hamilton ahead of him. Uh, a seat that he's look, looking out for in 2022. And uh, we got Daniel Ricciardo in seventh, who had a very strong session with a 130.1 as well, completing 76 laps. McLaren, again, looking very good in both sessions today. Uh, Verstappen's Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez down in eighth place with a 130.1, 49 laps on the board in the AM session. Didn't really do any performance runs on the softer tires. That's still a very impressive uh, number there, or excuse me, lap time for Sergio Perez, uh, considering he did it in uh, trickier conditions and also didn't do uh, very much performance runs. Fernando Alonso in ninth with a 130.3, 78 laps on the board. Didn't get as much out of the performance runs as I would have expected um, versus you know somebody like uh, Kimi Raikkonen or an Alpha Tauri, but... I still think a very solid session for Alpine considering they got 78 laps on the board through Fernando Alonso. And then 10th place rounding at the top 10, we got Ferrari's Charles Leclerc who drove this morning with a 130.4 completing 80 laps. So putting the tally almost at 200 laps for Ferrari just under that. Um, and then rest of the rest of the order, we got Norris in 11th, Gasly in 12th, Esteban Ocon in 13th, Nikita Mazepin and Mick Schumacher in 14th and 15th. Valtteri Bottas' Mercedes, who drove this morning, down in 16th place. And then rounding out the last two positions, the disappointing Aston Martin, 
who finished 17th and 18th with Vettel and Stroll, respectively. Uh, Sebastian Vettel had some sort of an engine or turbo issue, uh, some sort of loss of boost pressure, which saw him miss pretty much the last two hours of the PM session and really didn't get any uh, much meaningful running. He completed 56 laps, mainly uh, longer run type performances. We didn't really see him do many performance runs and quality simulations on the softer tire. So definitely very disappointing for Aston Martin. We would have expected to see a lot more from them considering the hype that they came in with. But uh, let's wait and see what they can give us when we go racing here in Bahrain again in a, in a few short weeks time. So uh, let me just quickly check up uh, some of these uh, chats, and then uh, we'll slowly sign off here. Uh, so let's see. This is from Magic Skates. Uh, the only reason McLaren is above Aston Martin for me is that McLaren had always been my number two, and I decided I'm making them my number one. Okay, so speaking uh, of which your uh, favorite teams are, uh, this, this is coming in from uh, Casio. Hi, from Brazil. Hello to you. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm from McLaren this year. Drivers I hope to see in good positions. Perez, Sainz. Gasly, Alonso, and the McLaren drivers, of course. Thank you very much, and uh, hello to you from uh, here in Canada to Brazil. And yeah, those drivers that you mentioned there are uh, all doing very well in preseason testing, especially the likes of uh, Gasly and uh, Perez as well. So uh, you're supporting uh, the right drivers, and I think that midfield battle will be very close. Uh, yeah, Mia says, can't wait for the races to start. You're not going to have to wait too long. We're less than two weeks away from uh, the calendar starting, which is uh, very exciting for us. Um, I know Rob says it's going to be a long two weeks. Yes, and that's a very good point. You got Drive to Survive coming out at the end of this week, but also you're going to have videos from the Backmarkers F1 Show channel that's going to uh, keep you over for that two weeks. So we got a pretty busy time ahead of us before the first week. So uh, yeah, definitely after you're done watching Drive to Survive, come check us out on the Backmarkers F1 Show channel. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. We uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, before you guys go, if anybody is uh, is leaving the stream or not, remember to enter the giveaway contest. Go into the comment section of this video once it's done processing and uh, tell me your top three championship predictions uh, of the Drivers' Championship. So whether that's Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, or any other order, uh, just comment that down below and you will be entered into our giveaway contest. If you would like an extra entry, head to our Day 2 video, which is now up on YouTube, and do the same in the comment section there. And that will count as an entry. So I think I'll uh, stick around for another five or ten minutes or so just to see what uh, the Twitterverse is saying and uh, if there are any uh, last-minute updates as well. So here's just a, a tweet from uh, Chris Medlin. Now the session is over. Maybe Kimmy thought it was, but Science was on a flyer on soft tires and the track was still green. Um, yeah, so the, the, the I think he was referring to the fact that the session was still going. Some of the cars were still actually... Uh, trying to go on uh, oh so this is what the <laughs> okay I did not see this in the final uh, couple minutes so they were came very very close together um, I believe this looks like to be turn 10 but uh, yeah so I, I think uh, science thought the session was over or something but uh, almost had an accident at the very end of day three so that was that Oh, and here we go. So let's uh, let's play this for you. We got an update here from Sebastian Vettel of Aston Martin about uh, his day three running. So let's hear what he has to say for uh, Aston Martin. All right. Hi, everyone. So as you can hear, I don't know if you can hear, but I hope you do. Cars are still running um, and we are not in the car. So obviously not exactly the week we were hoping for. That's the truth. Uh, we would have aimed or we had aimed for more laps and more mileage. But uh, it is what it is. I think uh, 
nevertheless we still got a decent amount of track time the guys have been pushing a lot so thanks to the mechanics in particular uh, they had a very busy couple of days we still got uh, good track data for me it's very useful to just be in the car so it will be a steep learning curve um, also the first couple of races but yeah i'm looking forward to it looking forward to get back in the car i had lots of fun when i was on track and uh, yeah I'm sure there's more to come so uh, stay with us so there you go. Those are the comments from the four-time world champion, Sebastian Vettel. And I think you guys can tell he's a slightly disappointed uh, tone in his voice just from the fact that he couldn't get out onto the track. And he brings up a good point himself, which is the fact that I think it will probably take him a couple of races to try and get to the level that he'd like to be at. Um, so we might see him kind of being out-raced uh, or maybe even out-qualified by Lance Stroll early on just because Stroll's a lot more familiar with the car. Excuse me. And also... Uh, had a lot more running here so far in the three days of testing. <laughs> so I, I just showed you guys the uh, Raikkonen and uh, Carlos Sainz incident. And immediately, pretty much like three minutes later, F1 portrayed by Top Gear account on Twitter, uh, which uh, I've probably plugged a hundred times during these live streams, uh, they come out with this. So let's see what they got. Since we were doing serious research, we'd agreed that there would be no childish racing. Group hit Hammond. I've hit Hammond. <laughs> Since we were Oh, man. I'll never get tired of that account. Uh, yeah, so I feel like F1 portrayed by Top Gear could do a better summary of winter testing than I ever could. But uh, there you go. Here's an update from Williams Racing. Yeah, they completed 158 laps today. P6 overall. Very, very good two days here for uh, for Williams, which really makes me wonder why they had to put Roy Nassani in the car all day on Friday. I think that they could have got some even more meaningful running, uh, whether it's uh, George Russell or Nicholas Latifi, if they would have split the day on Friday. But nonetheless, they completed a ton of laps between Saturday and Sunday, and it seems like the new package that they got on the car is really working for them well so far. So very impressive job there from Williams and a very positive as well as we head back into um, as we head into the season, considering uh, the last couple of years for them. All right, just scrolling through here just to see if we got anything new. Okay, so here's some uh, some tech analysis for you guys if you guys are interested. Uh, I know I'm I'm not very familiar with all the tech stuff, so I can't provide you with the excellent analysis from uh, somebody like Craig Scarborough, but he says, so a peek at the McLaren Mercedes cooling package, there looks to be small intercooler down behind the radiator. This is similar to the old Renault power unit layout, which tended to have two small intercoolers, one in each side pod. So let's see if I can give you guys the bigger picture here. So just uh, below, you can see Ricardo's helmet here uh, of, the in of the cooling package of the Mercedes power unit. So very interesting stuff. I always like to read up uh, tweets here from Craig Scarbo. He always posts, uh, you know, little tech analysis that he catches while he's uh, watching the streams or while he's uh, watching uh, testing. So, yeah, don't think there's anything new there. I'm going to reload. Let's see if there's uh, anything up on uh, Instagram. I like to always show... If there's any of the trackside footage or anything like that, I was saying this yesterday that the best thing about testing here in Bahrain is that we got awesome question or awesome pictures in the day session, but also in the night session as well. So uh, you know, obviously these cars just look spectacular under the floodlights. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, I think that I, I like that aspect from uh, from winter testing here in Bahrain. 
So we saw that message earlier from Federal. That doesn't look like there's anything uh, new to show in terms of uh, relevance to day three. Okay, guys, so I think that should about do it then for uh, for this stream, for day three of winter testing. If you guys got any final thoughts and final comments, just uh, you know send it into the chat, and then I should be wrapping this up in about uh, five minutes or so, and I can let you guys go as well to enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know a couple of you, yeah, are mentioning Peter Windsor's channel as well. Yep, yeah, he does uh, some great analysis. I was watching his uh, debrief from uh, day one, just picking up on some of the interesting uh, tech analysis as well. Um, and I think the, the race had also done a video of uh, pointing out more of the technical uh, aspects of the cars, which uh, they did a really good job with. Uh, and I think that video was posted a day or two ago. So if you guys want to check that out for more of a, a tech info on uh, what some of the new cars have in terms of the floor and the diffusers, uh, there's some interesting stuff involved in there as well. But yeah, a very interesting day. Just to wrap things up in, in, in a summary, I think uh, one of the more impressive teams uh, for sure in testing has been McLaren. I think they've just been steady uh, in terms of their lap count and their lap times as well. So I'm looking very forward to what McLaren can do uh, in terms of battling for that third in the championship. Obviously, Red Bull, I think, has also impressed me equally uh, just because of the fact that they started off on the front foot right away. And we know that Red Bull always struggle with getting off to a quick start during uh, F1 seasons. So the fact that they've started off very strongly with Verstappen uh, finishing P1 in two sessions this season and uh, putting in some very solid and quick laps on the medium tire and the race pace looks uh, looks solid as well and just the biggest difference too just that red bull visually just looks like it's a, a lot more put together and more uh, more well balanced for the drivers uh, this season than it was in 2020 which is great news we haven't seen too many spins or anything like that from max verstappen like we did last year in barcelona testing so I'm uh, very much looking forward to what they can do. Some surprises for me that uh, go positive and negative surprises, I think obviously would be a positive surprise is Alpine. I was uh, very surprised at the pace of Alpine and just how they were able to go through all three days without any real issues. I mentioned this a couple hours ago that, you know, Renault usually always has some sort of uh, engine or electrical gremlins during preseason testing, but they really sorted all of that out. And as a team that haven't really made massive adjustments or spent any uh, you know, major tokens like we've seen other teams do, for example, like McLaren or AlphaTauri, they've kind of kept the same car for the most part and, and just made some small adjustments to their package. And it seems like it's working very well. Fernando Alonso is right up at the pace uh, with Esteban Ocon as well. Esteban Ocon seems extremely excited and happy with the new Alpine car, which is great. Um, so Alpine has been a positive surprise for me. AlphaTauri, another positive surprise. I knew that they were going to be strong, and I remember doing the video on AlphaTauri teammates where Pierre Gasly said that the team had found some interesting things in terms of when they were developing the car in the offseason, and he said that we're going to have to confirm them during testing. Well, if I'm looking at the timing sheets of the last three days and the one in particular today that I'm looking at right now, I would say that whatever those things were that they found, they, uh, they seem to confirm it because Yuki Tsunoda is uh, finished today second place and only... <clears throat> excuse me, less than a tenth behind Max Verstappen. And if you look at Pierre Gasly even before in the AM session, completing 76 laps with a 130.8, which was a very solid day as well. So whatever they found, it seems like uh, 
they've been able to confirm themselves. So AlphaTauri have impressed me. And then, of course, the one negative or uh, or thing that surprised me is, is Aston Martin, of course. I expected them to kind of have more of a testing like McLaren did, which is very strong, a lot of running and showing some good performance, but they just haven't been able to pull it together. Lance Stroll's side of the garage has been much smoother and much more efficient. He's gotten a lot of good long runs out there and some more performance runs, but his teammate Fettel, unfortunately, has not been able to do that same type of program. And you can see and hear in his voice that he is slightly disappointed by that. So he'll have a lot of work to do. And then a little bit of a surprise as well is Mercedes. I'm surprised that Mercedes have struggled as much. And I'm surprised that Lewis Hamilton in particular in the three days of testing hasn't really been able to find a comfort zone with the W12. I expected at the very least after the struggles on Friday that by Sunday we'd be seeing the old Hamilton of 2020. But we necessarily didn't see that as he struggled a lot even on the softer compound of tires. So I think that we're going to have to wait until qualifying in Bahrain to see if these struggles are legit. But I imagine that Mercedes are probably going to go back to the drawing board and make some adjustments. So don't be surprised if you see some new packages on the W12 when the cars roll out for FP1 in Bahrain. So let's do one final refresh of Twitter and then uh, we will be signing off for this year of testing. So if we got, uh, we, I don't know if we got any Australian fans in uh, in the chat, but I'm just seeing this now that Daniel Ricardo had a message to his Australian fans, so let's listen in. Shout out to the Aussie fans. Today was uh, meant to be the Aussie Grand Prix, but uh, yeah, hang tight. We'll be back in November to do it properly, and uh, yeah, look forward to all getting back there. I completely didn't even realize that, that normally we would be starting the, t uh, the season right now in uh, Melbourne. So that was a nice little touch there from Daniel Ricciardo, who had another good day. Ah, okay, great. I'm glad that Lights Out F1 blog posted this before we signed off. So here's a look at which teams have completed the most laps of 2021 testing. So Alfa Tauri and Alfa Romeo ended F1 testing having completed the most laps. And surprisingly, the least amount of laps, the team who were at the top of the pile in the last three seasons, which of course was Mercedes. So this is a very, very interesting graphic. And the, the fact that you'd consider basically two teams that were at the back end of the midfield battle ended up completing the most laps in this shortened three days of testing. Alfa Romeo with 422 and Alfa Tauri tying them as well with 422. And this is what I'm saying of why this thing might be optimistic with Mercedes struggles because Mercedes, even last year, remember when they struggled with some power unit gremlins, they were still able to complete a healthy amount of laps and at least be, you know, top three in terms of lap count. And unfortunately, this year, they're all the way down at the bottom, as well as one of the customer teams, Aston Martin, 314 laps, which is quite disappointing. So when you look at the rivals, the main rivals, Red Bull was able to do 369 Again, like I said before, Alpine's strong showing of uh, 396 laps was very, very good. And another, you know, shout out to Haas as well for completing 394 laps. I know that uh, we're not expecting much from them this season, but I think completing almost 400 laps between the two rookies is excellent for them. And uh, they'll probably be uh, very, very happy that they were able to do that much running in this three days, considering that they are uh, one, two of three rookies on the grid this season. And then Williams, 373 laps as well, which is very impressive. It's actually, uh, it's uh, Mercedes the least at, uh, yeah, 304 and then Aston second last. So, uh, yeah, very interesting graphic there. Um, very, very interesting to look how that looks. 
And uh, yeah, uh, I don't think that I would have predicted that, but uh, it gives us reasons to be a slightly optimistic for the start of the 2021 season. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, Bahrain FP1 and then obviously qualifying as well. As you can see here, Kimi Raikkonen here just ending his day, going back into the Alfa Romeo garage. Kimi Raikkonen looks like he's still got it, and Alfa Romeo seems like they made a step forward from last season. And just also on that lap count, guys, too, it also shows the positives of the Ferrari power unit being reliable, and they have seemed to claw back a little bit of performance from obviously what was a awful 2020 in terms of horsepower. Okay, so I think that should about do it, guys. We're going to leave it there for the 2020 live streams. Uh, wow, it's been uh, quite the three days on the Backmarkers F1 Show channel. It's been uh, very busy, uh, of course, doing, uh, I think, over you know six hours of streaming between the three days. But uh, I remember going live for the first day and thinking, man, how am I going to cover two hours just talking here by myself but the fact that you guys were able to chime in on the chat asking questions making comments and uh, you know just kind of sharing a few laughs here and there just made these hours fly by fly by so quickly and I think that uh, it gives me good motivation to do more of these live streams in the future and also to get more videos out for you guys as well so uh, again I'll just remind you about the contest giveaway uh, once the stream is done give it 10 or 15 minutes once it streams or once it processes, jump in the comments and give me your top three drivers championship predictions, and we will enter you into the uh, giveaway. I'll just quickly, for the final time here, I know you guys can't see the full picture, but I'll pull up what the uh, giveaways look like. We are giving away a Kimi Raikkonen mug, a Sebastian Vettel coaster, a Mick Schumacher coaster, and one Sebastian Vettel sticker, which uh, hopefully I should have be shipped out to me by Monday. And then I'll post it on our Twitter at TBMF1Show, and you guys will be able to see what they look like uh, in person. So once we got all the comments in, I will uh, reply back to whoever the random selected winner is, and we will arrange all the shipping information, hopefully to get it to you by uh, the start of the season. So until then, uh, next week, we're going to try and get out that uh, testing uh, video to you guys, hopefully by uh, midweek. Um, but if not, you can always stay up to date with what's going on by following us on Twitter at TBMF1Show. You can also keep up on the community tab on the YouTube page. Uh, in that way, I usually post updates as well. We're also on alternative platforms like Odyssey, which you can find the link uh, in the middle of the screen there. So follow us there. Don't just also follow us on YouTube. Check out some of the alternative platforms like Odyssey, which are really, really great. And yeah, if you just want to support the channel personally, uh, you can find some donation links down in the description below, or you can visit uh, our sponsor links also found in the description. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me. I hope you guys have a awesome Sunday. The rest uh, of your day hopefully is good and the, and the weeks to come. We are less than two weeks away from the start of the 2021 season, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Thank you very much, everybody, for the super chats. Uh, I recognize the names of all the guys who were uh, in the chat for the last three days. So thank you very much. We're very grateful, and uh, we hope that you can join us again soon on the Backmarkers F1 Show channel. Until then, take care of yourselves, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye for now.